Hey, Mixtape listeners. You can find us every Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Hey, guys. Um, me and Tyler recorded this morning because of all the Chris Dapp stuff that happened yesterday. So we wanted to wait the day. He's super busy in Atlanta. Um, we wanted to wait the rest of the night, make sure all the information came out before we talked about it. Did that. Uh, went to go uh, post today's episode. And then Kyrie said a thing. And the fucking planet exploded. Uh, so I had to blog that because people are, are, are not smart. And, uh, yeah, no, Tyler's not here to talk about that. So I fucking will. The way people will just jump at reading words with zero context is exactly what Kyrie was talking about. It's exactly what he was talking about. Because then the video of him talking comes out. He's very relaxed, um, put off by questions, rumors. He called it elementary he called all the reporters fifth graders for such blatant rumor spreading. So I had to just gotta dip dip the uh, dip the old quill in the ink, get my thousand words off, just yelling at people, berating them. Fuck Bill Simmons, always and forever for just being wrong about. It. Just don't talk about Boston anymore, dude. Just don't, please. Like everyone else thinks you're from here. Everyone from here knows you're not from here. It's just fucking annoying. People not from Boston shouldn't be constantly talking about Boston things with any sort of authority. It's just it's gone on way too long. Enough is enough. They'll trade Kyrie if he doesn't want to be here. When the fuck did he say that? When? When? That's all I want to know. Is he going to resign? No one in the world. Kyrie Irving doesn't know where he's going to fucking resign. The thing he keeps saying repeatedly, though, is that he's going to stay in Boston. He said it again today. Today. People just glo- glaze right over that. I don't know. I don't know. People only want to, when it's something they agree with, they'll they'll take it and run with it and be like, oh, this means the world. When it's something they don't want to hear, they just ignore it and pretend it wasn't even said. So full blogs on Barstool. You can read that. I got all my thoughts out. I went back, deleted I wrote the word fucking in like every sentence because I was just so mad at Celtics fans. Not at Kyrie. Never been mad at Kyrie. Just mad at Celtics fans who, because I have multiple people tweeting at me like, oh, just trade this guy. Bill Simmons is right. I'm an idiot. Just tweeting all sorts of things at me. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Do you remember how we got Kyrie Irving? Am I the only one who remembers that? You'll know when Kyrie wants to leave. He'll make it very clear. He's not one to mince words. He'll say some strange words. Which is why I like him, and he's also good at sports. Another reason to like him. But to think Kyrie won't just come out and say, like, hey, I don't want to be in a place anymore is crazy. I don't know. I wrote a bunch of words. Go read the words that I wrote. This episode, we talk about the Chris Dabbs thing. The Knicks thing. Because uh, they're getting a lot of credit. Still today, they're getting credit. Very undeserved credit. I don't know who Steve Mills owns. Does he own all, like, like John Henry owning newspapers? Does he own all the rest of the newspapers? I don't understand where this guy's getting so much good press from. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Super Bowl. 
Tyler dropped some very disheartening news on me, courtesy of Demarcus Ware. Didn't care for that. Made me. It was the first time I've been nervous about this game. Um, trying to think if anything else happened. Probably. Oh, we ran over some Anthony Davis trades. Who actually has the best package? Uh, if they offer everything they can offer. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else was said. The Kyrie shit. Like, Kyrie has always been good with me. It's Celtics fans. Like, the Celtics fans were in such a good place in the post-Isaiah world with everything that was going on. It was the first time I was like, oh, man, there are actual other Celtics fans out there with brains that I like to talk with. And today they just fucking flipped a switch. Not everyone. Of course not everyone. But they just fucking flipped a switch. Went right back to the way it used to be. And it's just infuriating. Be better. Imagine if this were the Patriots. Oh, yeah, that happened last year. I don't have to imagine. It happened fucking last year. Be better. Running with rumors and shit. Grow up. When something happens, then talk about it. If you don't know how to get clicks, you don't know how to get clicks. That's not my problem. That's not Kyrie's problem. That's your problem, you unoriginal fucks. It's also Valentine's Day, folks. I'm going right into an ad read. I'm sure 1-800-Flower is going to be thrilled. With this primo spot, right before Valentine's Day. Boys and girls, gals, people out there with another person they'd like to send flowers to. Or a dog, or a fish, or a a dead relative of some sort for their grave. If you want to get flowers for anything, and you don't go to 1-800-Flowers.com, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Relationship tip number one. It's not going to truly feel like Valentine's unless there's a surprise bouquet of roses involved. I would argue Valentine's Day is the one day no one is surprised that roses get delivered to them. You want to talk about, like, September 14th? People would be shocked to get a bouquet of roses. What are these for? For what occasion? Valentine's Day, the surprise is out the window. It's still a good thing to do. Don't get me wrong. Surprise is just... I don't know if you can be surprised. Maybe if you're ugly, like me, and someone sends you roses, like a secret admirer of sorts, then it's a surprise. But it is a relationship tip, so this one says you're already in a relationship. Surprise. This season, the biggest and brightest roses. Yeah, brightest. Bright fucking red. I'm sure they have other colors. Are only found at 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, when you order early... And I can't stress this enough. You just got paid. I know rent was due, but you just got paid. Don't put this off until the 10th. Do it right now. It's the first. It's literally you get two weeks. Not quite. You know what I mean. You get a week and a half. You get 13 days. More than a week and a half. Math, not my best. But you get 13 days. There's no reason to push this off. You don't have enough time to push this off. 1-800-Flowers has amazing deals on vibrant and romantic Valentine's rose bouquets, arrangements, and more, starting at just $29.99. There are so many other unbelievable deals from 1-800-Flowers, but you have to hurry. Roses from 1-800-Flowers are picked at their peak and shipped overnight to ensure freshness and his or her or its amazement. Gorgeous Valentine's bouquets and arrangements starting at just $29.99 is an amazing deal, but it won't last long. Again, don't put this off. It's just going to cost you more, give you more stress. 
just make your significant other happy. Just do it. Do it right. Like, don't even listen to the episode until you've gone to 1-800-Flowers.com. You're going to freak on the 13th. You're going to be like, oh, fuck, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Oh, wait, I already ordered it. It's on its way. They were literally plucked from the earth today and being shipped overnight. So they're incredibly fresh, bright, vibrant for my lucky lady or fella. Pick your delivery date. The 14th. <laughs> Pick your delivery date. Or, I mean, the 13th. Shit. Maybe your regular significant other. And then you have another one because you're a bad person. You need to get both those people roses. Pick uh, your delivery date and let 1-800-Flowers handle the rest. When it comes to Valentine's, I don't settle for anything less than my rose authority. 1-800-Flowers.com. To order Valentine's bouquets, arrangements, and more starting at $29.99, go to 1-800-Flowers.com. Click the radio icon, enter code MIC, order today and save at 1-800-Flowers.com. Code M-I-C-K. Waiting would be foolhardy, though, in all honesty. Just don't wait. There's no need to wait. Also, Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data, and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Mixtape a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at mixtape.robinhood.com. Rough and Rowdy's tonight. Bye, Rough and Rowdy. Rough and Rowdy's always awesome. They just announced, just now, no headgear tonight for the Super Bowl. It's going to be celebrities fucking everywhere. It's going to be the biggest Rough and Rowdy by far. It's not even going to be close. It's at the Super Bowl. I was going to say it was the biggest event in Atlanta this weekend. That's not correct. But it's at least the second. <laughs> it's, at least, it's at least top two. You can pre-order... Rough and Rowdy 7 at buyrnr.com right now to save 20%. That'll be over two hours of nonstop action and laughs for just $15.99. Uh, nope, that's wrong. Because if you wait till the day of the event, that's Friday, which is today. The price goes up to $19.99. So if you did pre-order, congratulations, you're very smart. If you didn't, it's going to cost you four extra dollars. <laughs> so go buy it buyrnr.com that's buyrnr.com i mean we got marty mush versus matt brown we've got the 20 dollars chef versus some comedy hack uh who tried out at barstool idol he was real bad i hope he gets the shit beat out of him personally uh but it's gonna be a good time i know there's gonna be celebs everywhere there's a huge vip section again no headgear so it's just gonna be straight punches to the noggin left and right the entire night uh, serious injuries may unfold. Who knows? I can't look into the future. Can you? Kyrie Irving can. Can you? Doubt it. Buy R&R. 
com. Yeah, go buy that shit. It's going to be a fucking hell of a night. This is going to be a hell of an episode. I promise you that. It will also be working in your headphones. I also promise you that. Yo. Hey, it's the McMahon. What's going on, pal? Big fan of your work, sir. Uh, no one is. That's not true. Section 10. <laughs> the Barstool Twitter. Mixtape show. The Barstool Instagram. <laughs> Big fan. Um, Did you see the, the the breaking news right before you woke up? No, haven't seen a thing. I'm coming in fresh. I hope you're I hope you're sitting down. Listen, I'm always sitting down. Julius Peppers has announced his retirement from the NFL. What? I didn't know it was allowed either. I've been thumbing through the rule book ever since it's been announced. I I thought he was legally uh binded to cons- consistently be playing uh NFL football. Apparently it's not so. Okay, the only way I'll let this slide is if he's now just decided to also have a Hall of Fame basketball career. <laughs> he's just like, okay, fifth, like this was my plan all along. 15 years in the NFL, 15 in the NBA. Yeah, uh, if the Hornets aren't, aren't on, on the phone already, I don't know what they're doing. He, like Peppers to me, feels like a guy like he and Dwight Freeney. Like 10 years from now, if they were my starting defensive ends, it was like they're each getting seven and a half sacks. Like that's just what that's just what Julius Peppers and Dwight Freeney do. Right, minimum. Get, yeah, get eight and a half sacks. That's just what they do. Yeah, it's uh, 159.5 career sacks. Fourth all time. Jesus. That's what I was going to add. Like, I... I hate the NFL so much because I used to have to ask, is he first ballot? He should be. Right. But Yeah, he, def- he should be. He If he isn't, like, just get rid of the ballots altogether if Julius Peppers is in first ballot. Yeah, no, so like 160 sack, 80 pass deflections as a defensive end. 11 he, picks, like, 51 forced fumbles, 51 times over the course of his career. Somebody was like, no, I'll just drop the ball. You've hit me so hard, I'm just going to drop the ball. Uh, only Reggie White, Bruce Smith, and Kevin Green have more sacks. That's it. Were each of those guys first ballot? They're all they're all in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if they're all first ballot. Yeah, no, he should definitely be. He, he never won a ring, though, did he? Definitely didn't. Hmm. Well, he stinks. Never mind. I know he was in one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The Pan- I think the early Panthers one. Yeah, when they lost to us. Um, and, uh, I think I think he was in Green Bay the last time the Panthers went. Yeah, I was going to say, I know he wasn't in Green Bay when they won. No. Julius Peppers actually bad? Wow. <laughs> I'm looking right. He had one se- 2007, he had two and a half sacks. Every other year, he's had at least five. Was he sick? What happened then? Well, that was this year. 
That's when he was like, uh, the old man's hanging it up. If you take out this year, he never had a year below seven. <laughs> one year, two. He, he played 14 games one year, had two and a half, had to have been injured. Right. The year and before, it, he had 13 sacks. The year after, he had 14 and a half. So, willing to throw that one. And then this last year where he was just like, I can't do this anymore. I can't get seven sacks in a year. I quit. Yeah, I... I don't know if he gets enough credit. As, I know everyone likes to bring up that he played basketball too thing, but just like looking at Julius Peppers, like he, he's just a man who was clearly carved out of granite. Yeah. Like I don't know if he gets enough credit as being one of the all-time just like athletic humans of all time. Oh, yeah, he's another guy. Like He played, I'm trying to find it right now. Yeah, he didn't start playing football until his senior year. <laughs> like that's one of the he's one of those guys at the time he was a senior peppers had grown to six five two twenty five and the football coach felt that peppers would be an asset on the gridiron despite the fact peppers had never played football before davis's <laughs> gamble would pay off <laughs> during his high school career peppers played running back and d lineman finished with 3500 rushing yards 46 touchdowns it was one of the most defensive uh dangerous defensive linemen in the state all-conference power forward four straight years. They won the state championship. Uh, he was a sprinter. He did the 4 by 400 He did the triple jump. And, uh, yeah, no, pretty good. Pretty good run of it. Yeah, and this he, then he graduated high school. All this was before he was, like, 19. <laughs> Can you imagine being on defense and seeing the guy who sacked your quarterback seven times all of a sudden in the backfield, just ready, ready to tote yeah, the first rock. and 10. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what a ridiculous human being. Holy smoke. Yeah. Just never done it before. What do I do? Go tackle that guy. Got it. Sure. Thanks. Skip. Yeah. See the guy holding the ball. Yeah. Hit him really hard. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah, no, we'll we'll pay you a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh like if if I woke up this morning and read Tom Brady is retiring, will not even play in Super Bowl, he's had enough, that would have been less surprising to me than Julius Peppers announcing his retirement. You think he stays retired? I mean, he he put a video up for the Panthers, and it was like, oh yeah, he's the, but it, the video is titled "This Isn't Goodbye, It's See You Later." Hmm. Yeah, I don't, he just I don't know. I just like in two. Yeah, Julius Peppers wants to see if he's got anything left. Yeah, he had six and a half sacks. <laughs> yeah, he's he just signs for like the second half of a season, and something <laughs> like every game has a sack. Yeah, like what. I feel like there's one in the NFL. What's the latest you can like sign somebody and have them be like playoff eligible? Just Fucking like, I've CJ Anderson signed like this week. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, then now you say he got like at least one like regular season game. Yeah, I think he played like the last like three weeks. Okay, yeah, I signed like Julius Peppers week thirteen. I'm gonna sign you fresh. I don't care if you've lifted a weight all year. I trust you. I don't Julius Peppers might be like Bo Jackson. Like, he may have just never yeah, lifted a He just does. He's like, I know. I just look like this. <laughs> but, yeah, just come, you yeah, like, the last three weeks and then in the playoffs, it's like, man, Julius Peppers look fresh. 
Yeah, I don't. He just seems like a guy who can't stay away from. Like he's either going to be a coach, he's going to be doing something. I, I just can't imagine football in general without Julius Peppers around. He also kind of seems to me, like it's either going to be that, or we never hear from him again. Yeah, like he's. I was checking him. Yeah, he's from like Bailey, North Carolina. Like he might just be like one of those. Like oh no, I just I had enough money to buy a farm. I went back and bought a farm for me and my family, and that was it. Now the only person who sells more livestock than me is Herschel Walker. It's uh, it's yeah, great, and I he's in my crosshairs. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that I finally, I feel like Goodell forced Julius Peppers to retire because absolutely no one has been talking about football this week. No, no one. It, it, it's a it's perfect by the NBA man. The NBA has been kicking the shit out of the NFL during Super Bowl week. I know once Sunday rolls around and the I think there's four NBA games are over, then the NFL can have its little game. Other than that, though, it's been a bad a bad week for the NFL. The, the Saints shit didn't help. People are already pissed about that. People are pissed the Patriots are in it again. And the NBA was like, all right, let's turn up then. Anthony Davis, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, no, look. Kristen. If Andy Davis gets traded Super Bowl Monday, that's when I'm like, oh, this shit was a ruse. It's like y'all had just little 12 hours. Like, oh, man, what? A what? Anthony Davis is a Laker. Yeah. We're forgetting about football till the combine. It's going to be like during the halftime show or something. Like, uh, yeah. it, like tra Travis Scott's going to announce it. <laughs> Travis Scott brings out a special guest. It's Woj. <laughs> Everyone's like, whoa, who is that? <laughs> I think like, I just imagine Woj like, at a Travis Scott concert. Like, you look over and he's just mouthing like, every word to stargaze. You're like, Woj, fuck with Travis Scott? Wow. Woj, wait, those aren't hard eyes, baby. Relax. He's like, no, listen. Uh, <laughs> I report on them all the time. <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it'll probably be fine. Yeah, uh, I'm Woj, baby. I'm Teflon. What are yeah. they going to do? Uh, rolling, 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 baby. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the Anthony Davis thing was, I mean, is ever going. Everyone, no, everyone's just banned the Lakers from trade talks, which kills me. Just, no one's going to trade with the Lakers ever again. I'm fine with it. Yeah, what can you do? Which and, is, they, yeah, they're just going to have to. Pay up. That's just all it is. If only they had things to pay with. That would be probably helpful. <sighs> man, oh man. Depends on who you ask. Because this, like, this is the funny part. It always is. Like We watch these assets not be what they're supposed to be. When it's trade time, man, they're all 50-cent pieces, man. <laughs> it's like we watch, like, again, and I'm still in on definitely Ingram. Lonzo, long, like, he'll be a player, but... I don't know, like his ceiling, I am getting a little worried. But it's like, I, yeah, you can't pick or choose. Like, Josh Hart, do we have to give up Josh? Yes. <laughs> Come on, man. Can, can't we keep Zuba? No. Like, if I'm the Pelican, if I'm trading with them, yeah, any type of, like, young flyer you have, like, give me Zv, give me Wagner, give me, like, right. whatever you got. Yeah, yeah, no, we're we're running the pantry dry here. We're we're taking all your fruit snacks, everything. That's when it's like, man, oh man. 
I, uh, I mean, the, the Lakers shit's funny. I took like a, uh, like I didn't sleep the night before. So yesterday around noon, I took myself a little nap. And by little nap, I mean, I woke up at five. So I missed literally everything from the announcement that there might be a trade to, oh, hey, he's been traded. Oh yeah, no, it happened real fast. <laughs> yeah, that's that. I got the gist of it just going back through through various timelines, and I was like, "Oh, all right." I, I wish wish I had seen this in real time, but oh well, I'm here now. Time to time to join the party. And what a hilarious trade! Right, what was it, last year? When was Phil Jackson still with the Knicks? This was, I think, two summers ago. Yeah, so it wasn't this most recent draft. It was the draft before. Yeah, and that was the first. Yeah, that was the first time Chris Stapps hit the trading block, and because he didn't go to like his exit meeting, right? Right. And you and I were like, "Well, what do you give up for him?" I was like, I don't know, man. The one pick? Something like that. I, just a <laughs> Everything? Lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Crowder? I didn't even put him on the table. <laughs> and then he gets traded for a guy that they literally, a team literally couldn't give away for free a week ago. Yeah. I, not a fan. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm seeing a lot of... A lot of shit online that the Knicks actually won this trade. Listen, I am too. I was basically, like we talked about at the house, and everybody's like, Dennis Smith is sick. I was like, yeah, he's pretty good. They had been trying to trade him, like, I don't know, all year. Which, again, it's not on him. Like, it's just Donji's team. But, one, I was like, this is the trade you had to do right now. Like, this exact trade wouldn't have been available after you find out your draft pick. Nope. Like, like that. <laughs> That was my whole thing because it's like if you're set on okay, we're willing to trade Porzingis. What if you end up with Porzingis and the number one pick, and you're willing to trade both? You can like you can damn near get in any conversation. Correct. So it's like, yeah, it's like they freed up some cap space. They had cap space. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I know that like they have two max. Okay, so now they can whiff and sign Carmelo to the max twice. Like, is that? Buddy, I I started ranting about this at like three in the morning just because I I couldn't sleep and I hadn't like really thought about it yet. And I was, I saw one tweet that just set me off. I was like, I've seen more than zero people say this was an excellent deal for the Knicks, and that brings me great confusion and bewilderment. Still, both confused and bewildered, mostly because like, why do the Knicks? How do they earn the benefit of the doubt? That, like, like that's my what? whole thing. Like if this was any other team, I would be like, oh, okay, they just this is the Lakers last year. They just know LeBron's in the bag. But I, yeah, unless I, I just have some reason to doubt that the Knicks just have like Kevin Durant in the bag right now, and Anthony Davis soon to follow. Why? How could they even get Anthony Davis now? Unless they have Zion. Number one, I was gonna say the number one pick would have to be. But even then, like that, it's Zion, and that that's a, a great place to start. But it's Zion and Knox, Knox, Knox and Zion, Knox, uh, Robinson. Again, I want all your young pieces for sure. But like, I Frankie Smokes, can they, can Trier, they even make them? Noah Vonley. 
can they even make the money match? I know draft day that that goes out the window, but like they they just got rid of their bad contracts. No, I think it would have to be draft day. But yeah, I I don't know. It's that or me and YP were talking about it's like unless they know something that we don't about this injury. But even then, like we were watching last night at the house, like MB versus Boogie. I was like, it was a time when it was like uh, Boogie might not come back. He's not going to be the same. MB's never going to play again. Like Kawhi is healthy as hell now, man. Like I, I feel like people, <laughs> like just give people time. Like if if Porzingis is like, yeah, no, nah, I just need more time. Take all the time you need. Like I don't understand what the rush is. Like if he got traded to the Bucks or. Uh, like the Trailblazers or something, mm. I would definitely be all in on the maybe Porzingis is never healthy because it would be real easy to sell me on, hey, the seven five guy going to be hard for him to walk for a long time. Right, no, for sure. That. But Dodgick and Porzingis just feels like a thing that's going to be a thing for the next 15 years now. Oh, that's, that's terrifying. It's going to happen. That's horrifying. You got, right. your, you got your two of your – Whatever big three you're trying to build and combine, they're younger than dirt. <laughs> I haven't checked that, but I think it's true. I think it's, it's like sounds, 20, it's like 22 and 19. I think that sounds right. And even then, like it's like one, you've got your stars, and then like not this year, but next year they'll have cap space. Like they're <laughs> it's like the Knicks got cap space. The Mavericks got cap space. <laughs> yeah, they created a. It was like thirteen million dollar trade exception by getting rid of uh, West Matthews, so they even have that that they can use. Yeah. I think that expi- that expires in like twenty twenty one or something. Um, they're gonna pick. Yeah, they're gonna end up picking somebody like uh like we don't want to pay him the whole year, but hey, Alan Crabb come be our seventh man. Yeah, I saw someone being like, ah, the Mavericks don't have much draft capital now. What do they need draft capital for? Yeah, no, we're here. We were talking about that too. We went through the draft, the Mavs draft history. They don't do drafts, not very well. Well, I mean, they just trade the picks. Like they, they just don't do it. Like they traded one to get a Dodger. They traded these two. Like they just are not focused on the draft. And for the most part, I'd say no. But again, yeah, you're trying to get the whole reason you're focused on the draft is to get a guy like Porzingis. So if you trade your future picks to make sure you get this guy now, I don't mind. The Knicks aren't bright, nor have they ever been. So I'm very confused as to why people think they're conf. Like they've had cap space in the past plenty of times, especially in years where New York wasn't a big market then, though. This is like recent news that the uh, Apple got this big, you know, like. Remember when LeBron was a free agent any of the times and didn't pick the Knicks? That's what I said. Like, I now you've got two spaces to end up with the five-year Carmelo Max twice? Like, is that what you're going to... Like, you're going to end up with, like, good players, but not, like, what you traded Porzingis for? I had what I assumed to be Knicks fans arguing with me, like, oh, like we even if we don't sign any, like, or I can't remember what they were trying to say, but they were like... This was objectively a very good trade for the Knicks. We got off all these bad contracts, and now we have cap space. It's like, well, think about what you just said. (laughs) You had bad contracts for a reason. It's because you're the fucking Knicks. That's what you do. You sign bad contracts. 
over and over and over and over again. Why would this be any different? Steve Mills? Who fucks Steve? I don't, who, who the fuck I was gonna say, is yeah, this Mills? is the, now again, if you're the guy with, who set up, the yeah. guy who set up the Kings, that's who we're, we're <laughs> hey, trusting man, with. Listen, they're like a Tennessee now and they're fun to watch, so suck a dick. He didn't draft their best players. <laughs> that's part of his strategy. He let somebody else do the heavy lifting. <laughs> Not like I'm looking right. Yeah, this summer they're fucked, which it doesn't matter. Next year, Harrison Barnes, $25 million off. Courtney Lee, $13 million off. Dwight Powell, $10 million off. Dwight Powell gets $10 million? Listen, he's getting nine this year. Ten's the option next year. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. So that's what that's like damn near $50 million of cap space right there, and you're still paying Doncic rookie money. And Porzingis' contract will just be starting. But it said he's going to sign the qualifying offer. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. I don't know if maybe that's... Like, if someone were to tell me that's like a wink-wink deal between the Mavericks and him, I would believe that. What, that he's going to sign the qualifying offer? And then take a max after that, because yeah. maybe it helps them with, like, the luxury tax or some shit like that. Like, yeah. that I would believe. Yeah, he's like, listen, just ask Dirk. We pay, we've been paying under the table for many years. <laughs> And Dirk's just like, no, it's true. I'm a billionaire. Dirk's just holding, yeah, he's just holding a large satchel of money. He's like, yep. <laughs> this is my under the table money. So, yeah, people giving the Knicks credit, uh, you don't have to do that. It's very stupid. Like, it, it's one of those things. I had someone last night being like, man, a lot of these takes are going to look real funny if for whatever reason they signed Durant and Kyrie. Like, yeah, that, I guess, sure. A lot of, like, the old takes exposed crowd will have themselves a day. It'll also be the first time in history the Knicks have ever done anything competent, so I'm not going to bet on that. Yeah. That's where, like, I kind of think the Nets get a star before the Knicks. The Nets are in a substantially better spot. to say If you want to play in New York, there's absolutely no reason to sign with the Knicks. Absolutely none. That's, and it's like, every year it gets worse and worse. Like, this Knicks mystique, like, Porzingis is 22, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about Patrick Ewing. You think Durant, no one gives a fuck. Like, you think Durant gives a care? Uh, Durant cares about Willis Reed? I don't think. Like I know Durant knows his history, but I don't think he like care. Like he also knows that the Knicks have been horribly incompetent, and they'll continue to do so. Yeah. Well, again, I'm willing to give like the new like benefit of the doubt because I nope. think this, this was his first draft. So I think like Knox and Rob, that's a good first draft. But again, you like you got to earn it. Like, I'm, like, so far so good, but I'm not willing to just be like, oh, yeah. No, no, no. They've definitely got uh, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie, and Durant in the back. <laughs> he got uh, Mitchell Robinson, uh, Kevin Knox, Alonzo Trier, three for three. Yeah, no. That's why I was like, okay. Like, I'm willing to see because if it was any of the past Knicks GM, I'd be like, like if this was Phil Jackson, I'd be like, hell no. But this guy's like, okay, you might. Be com- you haven't proven to be incompetent yet. Again, he worked for the Kings. Hey, again, he keeps finessing. I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, that that part I have no no qualms with whatsoever. But I, it, it's I I mean I've I've held the Celtics to this standard until the Knicks go out and sign someone. There's no reason for me to believe they're a destination. None. Yeah. Uh... 
I don't know. I also just feel like I kept hearing it was like, oh no, guys don't. Guys either don't care that Porzingis is like hurt, like they know he'll be back, or it just doesn't matter. And I wonder if it's like, has he just has he has he been on the trade block all along? Like again, this kept like, did anybody ever see him just signing like the five year max with the Knicks? Like after what happens, like every summer basically with them. Apparently no. So it's like I. Like, he's showing you, like, they're still incompetent. That's the, like, this is still hot. Right. So it's not like, right, like he, yeah, they couldn't build he, around Patrick Ewing. They couldn't build around Porzingis, man. This guy's a he unicorn. Walked, he walked into a meeting yesterday, which is the first time anyone's even really heard his name all season. He walked into a meeting yesterday, and he walked out, and he was a maverick. Like, he, he yeah that's that's how quick it happened like like the Mavericks were in town the night before he saw Luka Doncic play he was like yeah I'm gonna go play with him that's what the Knicks were like all right sounds good this is why you can't give this fucking dumbass organization the benefit of the doubt the Knicks don't is I like Steve Mills probably a nice guy keeps getting jobs good for him no, like he's done nothing in his life to prove that he's competent no again he just nailed the draft so I, again I'm waiting to see but again Rob, uh, Rob Hennigan nailed some drafts I don't mean you're gonna <laughs> sign Anthony Davis. So. Yeah, I mean, I I like Knox. I don't think I've seen like top five player in the league out of Knox. Like, I think he's gonna be good. I mean, he wasn't like a top five pick though. Like for nine, no, for sure, good. for sure. But it's also all I'm saying is like I've I've liked what I've seen out of Knox. I've also like seen games he's done nothing. So I don't like he was well, eleven uh, years Mitch, old, man. <laughs> Mitch Rob like. This is why I can't even say they're confident. They give Frankie Smokes DNPs when his mother flies over from fucking France. Like I, 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 I and, and if wasn't his pick, he's like, he's like, what my fucking mom? I didn't tell her to fly over. <laughs> right, but I people last night I had a Knicks fan trying to argue that they now had the best package for Anthony Davis, and my it hurt my brain tremendously because what the fuck are you talking about? They, they what Smith and the number one overall pick. They weren't even saying the number one overall. They were just saying this year's pick, which, no, that's incorrect. If it's one, yeah, I think it gets you in the conversation. I still don't think it's the best package, but I think it gets you in the conversation. Yeah. But he was trying to say, like, he wasn't even saying Zion. He was saying R.J. Barrett or Ja Morant, uh, mm-hmm. the guy, the point guard in this yeah. draft. And I couldn't understand what he was saying because he kept, he kept putting – Dennis Smith Jr. in the package as an asset, which I still think Dennis Smith Jr. is is good and has a uh, like he's going to be in the league for a long time. We have plenty of like not even anecdotal evidence, hard evidence that he was untradeable a week ago. No one in the NBA wanted to trade for him except for the incompetent Knicks. That's the only well, now team they're in the competent league. though. So. <laughs> That's the only team in the league that was like, yeah, the guy we passed on the draft, we'll take him. And he was using uh, Frankie as a trade asset, a guy who, again, just gets DNPs regularly from his own team. So his own team doesn't even view him as an asset. They're not his guy, man. They didn't take him. <laughs> I love the NBA just turned to the NFL. He's not, not my quarterback. And Knox, Knox is an asset for sure. I don't know where he would rank. About, like, I would – like Knox or Ingram, like like who would you rather have? Knox is younger, although Ingram's also still like seventeen, so I don't know how much younger he is. That's what I'm saying. Knox is still fifteen for two more years. 
No, it's like right. he, like the thing. The reason I'll give him credit for the it's like first round he found a piece, second round he found a piece, undrafted he found a piece. Definitely, like it was people that like took those swings and didn't find like went over three. Correct. So I'll no, definitely give sure. him like he's wants to say okay he's got the eye for talent, but again that doesn't that didn't make him like a great recruiter person. Like you know what I'm saying Hinky had an eye for the draft, but they're like now that guy was really weird. He's not recruiting anybody. Like, he's just a he's a nerd. He's a great nerd, but he's just a really weird guy. Is he going to be the one that you're going to like? Yeah, let me build this around you, Kevin Durant. Come to the Big Apple. Listen, he he could be a great recruiter and the smoothest guy in the room. By the time you have to sign the contract, fucking Dolan's going to be in that room too. It doesn't matter how is good he? Steve Mills is. Yeah, well, of course he is. I don't know. He might have a concert. He might have a show book. <laughs> yeah, they won't. They physically won't be able to get into MSG to sign the deal <laughs> because of that concert. Here's the thing. I I feel like a competent owner would owner would be there. That's why I'm not sure Dolan would be there. Like oh, it, might yeah. be, it might be a good thing, but yes, he's out doing big money things. He wanted to be here. He just couldn't. Listen, James Dolan always makes it about James Dolan. That's just what he does. What if he just changed the Knicks to like the Dolan? Or if he just changed it to like a <laughs> Dolan Square Garden? <laughs> and nobody could do shit. Uh, Dolan LaGuardia yeah. International <laughs> Garden. Um, good for Chris Stapps for... I, shout out. I'm sure people have done this prior to Kawhi, but I'm going to give Kawhi all the credit because, man, was he getting killed for starting this this revolution that's taken place now between him, Jimmy Butler, Anthony Davis, and now Chris Dabbs. Uh Contracts don't mean shit in the NBA anymore. Eh, Kyrie also did this. I'm going to give Kyrie the credit. Fuck Kawhi. Yeah, what's done is done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like something else has to shake. Like the supermax, everybody's either turning down the supermax, and the guys that are taking it, it's like people are dreading the contracts already. Listen, the guy who is the head of the players' association who fought for the supermax <laughs> didn't take the supermax. Wait, I don't think he got offered it, honestly. <laughs> but that—that's just my opinion. Because of course, uh, he, if it was offered, he takes it, right? Yeah, I think Moore was like, "Yeah, him. dog, I can't even do it, man." It's like, we like you, Chris. We don't like you, like, yeah. like you. Like, it's like Kawhi turned it down. AD turned it down. Like, these guys don't want it. And, okay, Wall took it. People hate that already. <laughs> Westbrook took it. This guy, like, just can't shoot now. This is year one. Or I think it's, I think it's year one of this deal. I think it's year one. And I know Harden took it, and so far so good. But, again, five years basketball time is dog years. So it's like guys aren't taking it, but I don't – what else do you do to get a guy – like make it worth his while to stay with the team that drafted him? If I'm a Knicks fan right now, I'm not thinking about Kyrie. I'm not thinking about Durant. I'm not even thinking about like Tobias Harris. I just want – I'm hoping and praying that the first year of the lottery – is now just like an even crapshoot as opposed to heavily favored in, for the team <laughs> with the worst Heavily weighted crapshoot, yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm praying I get Zion, and really that's it. Like, I want to re-sign Vonley, and I just want, like, Dennis Smith, Frankie. Uh, Frankie's out, man. Come on. 
He should. He is, but like again, he's got no trade value. So where's he going? To the bench. <laughs> but I would want them to uh, Knox, Zion, Mitchell Robinson, and then Trier, uh, Dotson, and Vonleh off the like. I would just want those eight next year. Like I, I people are like, oh, that team's going to win twenty five games. This team currently that they have now is on pace to win like seventeen. Yeah. So that would be a huge upgrade, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, Knicks, when have the Knicks ever cared about winning games? That doesn't, yeah. We talked about how much money the building makes. Right. So yeah. I'd, I'd at least want to watch like the most exciting prospect of all time. Dennis Smith Jr. does cool things. Like them two, that would be like a, a that would be like what the Bulls have now, except they'd play defense and be worse at offense. Well, and they all be cheap. Nobody cares when you're cheap. When everybody's cheap on the rebuild, like you can do no wrong. Plus, like a true, like I, when's the last time the Knicks have done like a a real rebuild? They haven't. No, they just keep giving money to shitty. Like again, I love Amari, but that was when they got cap space and signed him, and his knees just broke down. Like we've seen this with the Knicks before. Love Melo. They got it with Melo. That like had some good years, and I don't for some reason re-signed him and gave him a no trade clause. <laughs> You know what would show me the Knicks were competent? And people are going to think this is a joke, but I'm dead serious. Oh, boy. If they use that cap space to trade for Gordon Hayward <laughs> and, and, like, just fleeced Ainge of all of his picks. They were like, hey, you want cap space to go sign, like, Clay Thompson or someone like that? Let's we'll rap. take Hayward. Yeah, we'll take Hayward, but all those picks you wanted to trade for Anthony Davis, yeah, we'll take those. Yeah, we, okay, so like, what would what would you which picks would you give up with Hayward to get off what the Knicks? He's got two after this. It's, yeah, it's only two years, so it's not a long period of time. Yeah, but all of them, literally all of them, <laughs> like yours and other teams, like the Kings. The oh Grizzlies, yeah. Clip. Oh yeah. Shit, man. Okay, so what ideally? I mean, of course, ideally you want AD, but who do you think, like, realistically, what if you get that money off without those picks, where, where does he do with that money? Because he's got to spend it, like, before you pay Tatum and Brent. Or, I mean, if he keeps them. Yeah, I mean, I, I just want to keep the young core together uh, as long as possible. So if that's where the money goes, fine with it. Hmm. Kyrie, fine with it. Um, I'm trying to, trying to see who else. See, like, my thing, yeah. I... Like, the number one pick is a like, I think it's, we think it's an asset, but, like, if they sign some guys, I think we'll see it's, like, Wiggins for love. Like, Zion's great, but if, like, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis sign in New York or whoever, they're ready to win right now. Yeah. Right, so it's like, uh, do they just trade it anyway for Kevin Love again? Because <laughs> uh, it's like, or if they get, like, the number two pick. Like, again, I, I'm feeling like Zion's almost can't miss. And I'm, I agree. And... Everybody else feels very missable. Super missable. Yeah, so like the difference between one and three here, or even one and two, man, because... Devastating. I, I Like, I, I haven't watched Ja Morant yet, so I can't say. The athleticism's tr- like freaky. Campaign went to Murray State, too, which has nothing to do with him, but it does scare me. And he also, I don't think he can shoot. I'm not sure if he can shoot. And it's like, you try to talk yourself into like Barrett or Reddish or... Like bowl bowl or no? I mean, I, no. Like, they'll be they'll be fine. But if I'm if I have a legit shot at the number one and I come away with like the number, two, I'm devastated. Like last year, even 
like that's why I was like the Kings can't miss, and they I still think they miss. But it was like, <laughs> shit, like you're getting Aiton or Doncic or Jaron Jackson, like or Trey. Like he's having a shit year, but he was a hot commodity at that time. I, I like I, I it just broke my brain to wake up see that this trade happened and then see people say good job Knicks like I I'll never understand what people see here because <laughs> like these picks assuming Chris I don't even think you have to assume Chris Tapps is going to be healthy because Dodgic is that good on his own like yeah. those aren't going to be good picks they just aren't yeah no they'll be. That's what, and I think, I think they did the the twenty twenty one was unprotected. The twenty twenty three is protected. I was like, damn, that's ideal. Because I feel like yes, yeah. like they'll they'll be playoff like sooner than later. So like, yeah, let's go ahead and get the unprotected one out of the way. And also, yeah. like, it's like they had they not win, they created cap space. You know who else could get cap space? Anybody who's willing to trade their best. Cap, like trade chip Asset. with it, yeah. Like if you're, like you, you know, he's got some cap space. The Bucks they traded Giannis, and now they got they got a shitload <laughs> of cap space. You know who's ready to cook? Lakers got LeBron out of there. Now they got young pieces of <laughs> cap space. Like what? Yeah, that's how you get cap space. Again, this is like this guy was like, like a unicorn, like an all star was playing all NBA caliber defense less than twelve months ago. Also, uh, Towns versus Porzingis dead forever. He'd never get traded for Dennis Smith Jr. Big facts. <laughs> However, it's Buddy, like, it was <laughs> it was the first thing I wanted to talk about oh, was boy. Towns versus Porzingis. Knicks fans, for some reason, didn't want to have the conversation <laughs> yesterday. Peculiar. But it's like, yeah. man, oh man, yeah. Raptors traded Kawhi Leonard. They got a ton of cap space. I like people used to make fun of Danny Ainge because he had draft picks. Like, oh, what are draft picks going to do for a team? You you at least get to fucking pick a player with draft picks. Cap space, you don't always get to spend cap space. Sometimes people don't want to play for your shitty ass team. Like that's just what. Sometimes you give Tim Hardaway Jr. seventy two million dollars. That's what you do with cap space. That's like what I really I think is going to happen, and it's going to suck. Like they're going to. Like, they're going to get good players because there's, like, a lot of good players that would just take a lot of money. Like, they're going to end up, like, Tobias Harris and, like, Chris Middleton. Two very now, good players. You don't think so? Middleton yesterday said he wants to stay in Milwaukee, which I know saying it and doing yeah. it are two different things, but I believe him. That's our close personal friend. He's never lied to us. Correct. Only thing, they've just got, like, I think they've got, like, three or four. Like, Brogdon's a free agent. He's a free agent. Bledsoe. And I want to say somebody else. Like, Brooke Lopez. Right. Like, they've got some decisions to make. Now, again, he'd be my priority one, so I agree. Like, if he wants to stay in they, I imagine he will. But the Knicks might also just, just come in, like, day one. Like, here, yes, here's the max. Here's what we have. And I know the Clippers offered Tobias, I think, like, five or, excuse me, four and No, it was five. It was 580. Yeah, and he, like, again, Declined. knock on wood, hope he stays healthy. But, yeah, he's going to get double that. Yeah, no, so, I... And the people are going to shit on them. They're like, oh, they only got Tobias Harris and Mills. And it's like, hey, those guys are really good. They, you just... I just don't know if I trade Porzingis and start this all over again to build around those guys. The... 
I guess Mills came out and said he's uh, all in on building around youth, which is the correct way to do it. Whether yeah, or not he'll get the be- 22-year-old guy out of here. <laughs> whether or not like his owner is going to allow him to do that is also a different story. But I very much see this being they're going to give Eric Bledsoe a whole lot of money, which is going to in turn ruin Dennis Smith Jr.'s potential again. And, yeah, Tobias Harris keeps coming to mind. It just seems like those Tobias Harris is destined to be the the big free agent wing that they bring in. Like, I, Durant would only go there if, like, it has nothing to do with who, who the GM is. It has nothing to do with who's on the team. None of that is relevant. The only reason Kevin Durant would ever sign with the Knicks is if the online trolls really got him down that bad. Which they might have. I was going to say, listen, that's very feasible, man. I agree. But that, that's why I said it has, like, if you want to argue the draft pick they have, the cap space they have, the new GM they have, all of that's fucking wrong. It has nothing to do with why he would sign that. <laughs> yeah, no, the it's only reason like, yeah, yeah I, he has an agreement with an old pal. Yeah, KD's a snake 74 on Instagram <laughs> keeps... Keeps tw- keeps doing the snake emoji in his comments. That's the only way Kevin Durant's signing with the fucking Knicks. Not because of they traded away Kristaps Porzingis. Like, yeah, I'm sure Durant would have hated playing with that fucking guy. You'll never, you'll never go. I'll show them. I'm looking right. I'm looking at uh, Steve Mills' track record as a GM. Basketball Reference really has everything. It's great. <laughs> it's great because he was. I'm trying like he had a, he hired Phil Jackson as team president, so strike one. Big strike. I didn't even know he was there then. He did I think he did two stints with the Knicks. That sounds right. Yeah, it was Mills, then Jack he hired him to take his job and then took it back. I said he signed Luke Cornett. Luke Cornett's been like he might be a piece. I'm fine with that. Um signed Frankie Smokes. I'm guessing Phil drafted him. He signed him. They signed Tim Hardaway to that contract, which. Good deal. Yeah, the Hawks were just dying to say no. They signed Ron Baker to that terrible contract. Ron Baker's making like $6 million this year just for <laughs> just because. Signed Damian Dotson. That's a win. Yep. See, Beasley, a win. Sessions, Nigel Hayes. That's Jared Jack. Traded Carmelo for. Uh, Cantor, McDermott, and the second round pick that became Mitchell Robinson. That's a okay. win. That's a that's a, that's a win of a trade. And I, yeah, I killed the Knicks for that at the time. They signed Trey Burke. That was worked out. They traded Hernan Gomez for Johnny O'Brien and some second round picks. So, okay. Let's see. This is a three teamer. Oh yeah, they. Wait, what? They traded a twenty eighteen second round pick. Ended up being Justin Jackson, not Carolina Justin Jackson. Uh, they, when they traded McDermott to the Mavs, Devin Harris went to the Nuggets, and the Knicks they got, got Moutier. A, yeah, they got Moutier. The Nuggets got the pick that became Shake Milton. So, I, okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like they, I don't feel like anybody won or lost that. Um, fired Hornacek, brought in Fizdale. Uh, who I like, I feel like that. I'll give him credit for that. Then Knox Robinson Trier signed his own you, but I like taking a swing. Um, 
and then this trade. He acquired Vonley at some point. Uh, yeah. There we, that's honestly, I skip. There's so many guys he's just signed, which I, I mean, I like that. Like that's how you find these Trey Burks and Vonleys and Trier. So I, I'll give him. A, it looks like he has an eye for like draft talent or for like young talent, which is definitely an asset. I'm not sure Phil Jackson was terrible at that though. Frankie Smoke stinks, Daddy. <laughs> the Knicks think so. <laughs> man, oh man. Uh Porzingis Doncic is gonna be a lot of fun. Sure is. Oh boy. Come on, like they have to recreate the like the dirk on Cuban's back and the, Or at least uh, the Steve, Steve Nash and I know it did. Yeah, the Steve Nash and Dirk picture. Yeah. I think they should do the one where those guys used to be wild drunk in the club and Steve Nash has got like his chest out. I think Doncic should do that one. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, there was a report that the Mavs are going to take that new newfounded cap space and sign Nikola Vucevic this summer. Oh, true, man. I don't know. I wouldn't hate it, but I don't know. I don't like Porzingis is my big. You would think. Man, oh, man. Cuban want the white big three. Wow. Listen, if he wants another broken white, boy, do I have the guy for him. <laughs> like, Let's talk to me, Danny. Please yeah. call me back. Listen, you want to replenish those picks you just lost? Boy, do I have Hit some. my line so you can trade him away for more stuff. Let's let's wrap, Daddy. <laughs> I am all in on trade. Look, you you, you had uh, Chandler Harnish or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, here's pretty much him again. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I'm looking at their roster now. I don't even know who I'd take back. But like my, I'm looking at it right now. Like if we, like of course, of course, Cuban is probably paying some of these guys under the table. So why would he? Like, are we sure Harrison Barnes opts into that? Is what I'm saying. He just offers offers some cash. Yeah, he's like, listen, you can get 25 mil if you opt out. One, you'll be able to get you know, three years, fifty on the open market. Also, I will give you 10 million dollars cash. Harrison Barnes is just like, okay. He's like, hold on, let me play my oboe and think it over. Yeah, let me uh, play hot cross buns for a minute. <laughs> like, again, Harrison Barnes is like 26. And, like, not a, overpaid, but not a bad player. So if he just wants to, he's like, yeah, I'll be 27 again. Maybe I can, uh, somebody's going to strike out with their cap space, and that's when Harry B comes in. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Most players, I should argue, should always opt in. But the second the Knicks get cap space, that's when I'd be like, eh, do I want to opt in? No, I could probably get. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this summer and next, because all those, like all the Baysmores, the Biombos, the Mozgovs, all those contracts are expiring. And all those teams are going to have cap space again. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you, th you think the Orlando Magic have learned their lesson? You fool. Listen, for, uh, yesterday they were saying the Magic put Bamba on the trading block. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. For who? 
I have no idea, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Dan Ainge just stole him. Nothing. Actually, I kind of like them. They're just like, okay, let's cut the middleman out. These guys are going to be great somewhere else. Let's go. <laughs> let's, uh, let's flip them while we can get some value. Yeah. I, like, I'm just, like, yeah, Dwight Powell's 27, and, like, if these guys just know that they can get long, or, like, a long-term or a bigger role. Like maybe Harrison, like Harrison Barnes already has a ring. He's already got a max deal. Like maybe he just wants to go somewhere. It's like I think this is the best fit for me or whatever. So I don't Next. think it's like a lock. Yeah, he just he just takes <laughs> that. That would be tremendous. And yeah, then that just opens up if they because if they wait to sign Porzingis, they've basically got max right now. Right. It's like yeah. Oh, they don't have two max spots. Well, they don't need them because they already have two fucking stars. <laughs> they just need enough for one. Like they have, they have two stars on their rookie deals. Yeah, <laughs> like I, it would never happen because they'd have to trade to get them. But like, I think the perfect third to this, like to that three, would be somebody like like Bradley Beal. Oh yeah, like just like again, Warriors and four. I get it, but just like in terms of like what they need, just fun to watch. And Bradley Beal's like, man, these guys pass the ball. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm wide open constantly. Right, it's incredible. Like, this is sick. Hold on, I gotta take this phone call real quick. The heat went out of my mother's house and I have to let them in. No, no, handle it. Hello. Uh, okay. Thank you. Bye. Uh, I didn't mute. Is it muted now? No, it was never muted. God damn, I hit the mute button. It did nothing. <laughs> no, not a thing. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> things are going well. It muted the other person, yeah. Yeah, they're like, hello? Hello? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's always good when your heat goes out uh, when it's 10 degrees. You know, people like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's a Dorchester gal. She didn't even notice. <laughs> She's not even here. That's the thing. Like she's not even in the state. Like just my dog is. Mm. I was like, what a flex! Like, oh no, the yeah. pipes burst. I wasn't there. I was in France <laughs> eating grapes. What a shame. Yeah, what can you do? Um. Yeah, no, I'm picturing this like Vucevic, Porzingis, Doncic, Hayward, me <laughs> starting five. Right off the bench. <laughs> Boy, are we cooking. Uh, <laughs> 51 to 31. Or honestly, like, it, I don't know. I don't think it would happen, but if Kawhi just went to Dallas, like, it, like it's just a wrap, isn't it? But that would terrify me. Yeah, because even if Porzingis was just 75%, like, he, that's, that's a situation where he doesn't have to be 100% at all. Yeah, well, Kawhi wouldn't either. And it's like, I get, like, two of those guys are, I guess, injury prone. I, but when they're good enough, like, I, it's it's worth the bet to me. Like, the guys, yeah. like, the Chandler Parsons, that's where you fuck up because even when he's healthy, it's just not worth the bet. And he's a fine player. Right. But, no, if they're on and if they're playing, and against, I think, like, guys just need time. Like, I feel like it's a lot of guys that, took like nicks and bumps early and they like your body just needs time. Like again with right. AD, like I still don't think AD's injury prone per se. He just had to like gain weight. Like Embiid, Embiid looks 
again, knock on wood, very healthy. Incredibly healthy. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I just need some time because I was 18 and my bones are still growing. <laughs> okay. Now they're not. Now I'm, this is my, my job is to make my body as good as I can make it. Right. So like as poor thing as it like poor thing to 26 might just be like just a house. Correct. I just think I, I'm just ACL just doesn't scare me. Like Boogie's out there throwing no look passes, cutting, stopping on a dime. He's much heavier than Porzingis. Much. Yeah, so it's like I don't know. I'm ready to see uh, Andre Roberson come back too. The heaviness isn't really the problem. Like Porzingis's bones are just so goddamn long. Yeah. Like he really like I like we've had tall NBA players in the office, like seven footers be like, Oh yeah, that guy's way too tall. Like that's yeah. <laughs> But like honestly maybe it's his move might just be like the Kareem, man. Like I'm gonna be really thin. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be really healthy though. Right. Well, so far not so good. Yeah. Uh <laughs> well I think he's just like thin, like young thin. Yeah. Like Kareem was like that too. Like you look at him at like UCLA them versus like the Lakers. He was always thin, but he like a wiry strong. Like if Porzingis gets to that, he's like, Oh yeah, no, I realize all of the, the issue is I should just weigh two hundred and thirty pounds. Right. And he's like, Oh yeah, no, I'm very healthy right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean I agree. Torn ACL. Not the end of the world. Um his games, his high is seventy two. I didn't realize that was his rookie year. I didn't realize he played that many. Yeah, that's why it's like I, I think it can be done. Like I don't think he's nothing that would like scare me off. Like long, like unless they find out, like, like oh yeah, he's broken this foot three times. I don't think right, he has anything right. like that. Like that would terrify me. But I don't, I don't think he has anything like that. If ACL is the worst of it, I'm fine with that in twenty nineteen. When the Mavericks got this phone call, I'm sure like they thought it was a prank. Right, yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott. Real fucking funny. Like they were hooting and hollering when they saw Woj reporting it. It is real. <laughs> they couldn't believe it. They were like, "We we just traded nothing, and like again, and got a great play and got like, something." We, yeah, wow. we've done this. We've done this twice since since the draft. We can't miss. Man, oh man. It's like the beauty of this. Like the Knicks can. Like again, if they do sign stars, it works out for both. And if. Uh, like the Hawks end up with like Zion and another piece and Trey hits, then it works out for both. But man, oh man, Dallas is in an early lead. Yeah, I don't see it working out for either of those teams. Uh, <laughs> Maybe one, but I don't. It's a, like it's it's the thing where tw- like twelve months ago, this guy was like untouchable, and they were saying he's better than you know Jokic, and like I feel like twelve months ago. It would have been Porzingis over Jokic. Correct. The majority. And again, like long term, maybe it still is. Again, maybe he just needs to get healthy. But now it's turned. Yeah, I don't know. That guy just can't stay healthy, man. He'll never be healthy. The 22-year-old, he'll never be healthy. And this this day of modern uh, technology and medicine. <laughs> it's It's one of the funnier trades I've ever seen. Because I just... Knowing the Knicks, like, here's the thing. If the Knicks had done the opposite of this, if they were the ones trading for an injured Porzingis and they were giving up these future firsts, Porzingis would never be healthy and those firsts would both be number one overall picks. Yeah, they get, like, wow, they gave away the number two 
They kept their <laughs> own pick. Then the number one. Wow. <laughs> Awful turn of events. Yeah, it's like they've. They, you'd see some stat like they traded more picks than Porzingis has played games. Yeah, but since why it's, cutting to him on the side in the suit? <laughs> since it's the opposite, I have zero doubt in my mind Porzingis is going to have a very long career next to Doncic. Neither of them is ever going to care who's considered the number one option their entire career, and they're just going to be dominant. Yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely that, dominant. In terms of. I would even say like just duos in the I mean like like young duos, not like Steph and KD. Are they one now? Like Towns and Wiggins has uh, been lapped. Yeah, by like by, by like Towns and uh, <laughs> fucking Okogie. Like that they've they've lapped Towns, Towns and uh, Josh Nunnally. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally Towns and anyone under the age of twenty five on the Timberwolves uh, has lapped. Okay, so like long term, uh, Embiid and Simmons or Dallas duo. I'll take Embiid and Simmons for now. No, no, again, more than fair, but it's not like it. it like it's it's fifty one forty nine. Yeah, no, like I I can I'm thinking of both sides literally right now. I'm trying to like I don't. Everybody else, I don't think has that too. Like eighty and Drew, I guess, but they're like they're not gonna be a duo much longer. So. Right, and here's the thing, like, to all the Knicks fans who are like, oh, we now have the best package. If Dallas wanted to just trade Doncic and Porzingis for Anthony Davis, they have the best <laughs> fucking package. <We're>, <laughs> my big takeaway from this, again, is that it just doesn't take as much to get good players as I think we think. Like, we talk it about this. It never does. Like, on, like, just within NBA Twitter, us fucking nerds talk about it all. Oh, that's way too much. We, that's way too much for uh, Anthony Davis. And every single time, it's like, huh. Turns out it wasn't all, it wasn't too much for Anthony Davis. Hmm, how about the, it? The, Celt- the Celtics got Kyrie Irving for fucking Colin Sexton. That's it. That's all we traded. <laughs> a, a wash. Uh, yeah, but it's like we, like Boogie was good, and they got him for Buddy Hill, and Buddy Hill was good. Like, is it like there's always good pieces if you're like a good team? Like, you know what I'm saying? You can make something out of nothing. So it's just right, like hold, I, hold on, let me, let me let this guy in real quick. Yeah, yeah. I think the mute worked. Some good news.
Yo. Everything good? Yeah. Dude. Uh, I have no idea how long this is. Like, I don't even know what the problem is. So, hours, uh, years, who knows? Yeah, no, just sell the house, dude. Just get out of it. Soon and very soon. Um, yeah, no, it, it takes nothing to trade for good players, I believe is what you're saying. Yeah, like very, very little. Like, again, like either... Like, the stars that weren't stars yet, like, it didn't take much to get hardened. The stars that, like, you kind of know. Were, like, I'm trying to, like, Blake kind of feels like a fair trade now. Yeah. Like, you know, if, I mean, depending on what, to, if Tobias Harris just leaves and Blake just keeps playing all-star ball, then I don't know, but I see why both sides did it. But, yeah, it's just like, oh, that's what it takes to get a star? But, okay, I know I might get hung up on, but, um. Hello, Bob Myers. Steph Curry, how much are we? <laughs> like, in theory, in theory, hypothetically, um, what are we talking? And he's like, no, I'd never trade him. Not for anything in the world. Uh, Markel Fultz, Jonah Bolden, and a future first. <laughs> Where do I sign? Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, no, no, no. He, like, puts his hand over the phone. He's like, he comes back. He's like, I need two future firsts. Elton Brand's like, no deal. Uh, you know, Brand. <laughs> Hang up deal on him. Like Hang that. up. Cut his vine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, consistently insane what these trades end up as. Again, it was Isaiah Thomas, Jake Rowder, Auntie Zizic, and Colin Sexton for Kyrie Irving. Man, oh man. Again, like, it's like, what? There's no way you'll get Jimmy Butler. He's the heart of Chicago. All defense. That guy's tough. 20 points a game. Uh, give us like the number seven pick and a guy that tore his ACL. Deal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Paul George. Like, and it turned out being, that's another one that looks like it worked out for both. But at the time, it was like, Oladipo and Sabonis. Yeah, what a fleecing. Yeah. Like, I... I want to see the all-star team right now because I feel like a good bit of these guys have been traded now. And I'm sure it was for absolute pennies on the dollar. Let's see. Kimba, no. Kyrie, traded for pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. Kawhi. Uh, DeRozan and Poitel, like, like DeRozan didn't make all-star, right? Nope. Yeah, like he... I mean, maybe he gets in. I know everybody got hurt last year, so I could see him maybe reserve, but... A non all star and a backup center for Kawhi Leonard feels fair. Giannis, no. He just, half the league was just like, no thanks. Lowry, I feel like, has been traded a lot. Chris Middleton was fleeced. Fall down some steps? No. Nah. Not yet. <laughs> Soon. Yeah, Middleton was like from the Pistons for nothing. Blake Vucevic was in the fucking Dwight trade. Yep. So wow, the Magic won. Harden fleeced. I think none of these. Yeah, Westbrook, Lillard, AD's about to be fleeced. Lillard was technically a trade, wasn't? Oh it? yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Gerald Wallace, you're right. Fleeced. <laughs> um, Jokic was a second rounder, so everybody was just like, no. Hmm. But yeah, most of these guys have been traded for 36 cents on the dollar. 
Yeah, and I mean, Lowry's a guy that took... Lowry and Oladipo fall into, like, took a while to find their footing in the league. No, for sure. But, yeah, everyone else... Oladipo, just, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, didn't and, I say um, that? Or, no, I was looking at... Who was I? I meant somebody else. Like, Vucevic. Vucevic, that's what I was looking yeah, at. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, man, oh, man. Like, I, I can't wait till in 12 months. We're like, I don't know... Now here's what's gonna happen. The Bucks are, Bucks are not gonna make the conference finals this year. Just because it's a big, I think it's a big leap to go from never winning a series to the conference final. But maybe it can happen. Giannis is very good. In 12 months from now, we're gonna pretend Giannis isn't really that good. And they're like, he he wants out of there. Can you trade around that guy? He's never been to the conference finals. He's 24, man. Well, I mean, times are ticking. Give me one sec. Yeah. I'm definitely leaving all these gaps in. I, I don't care about that at all. Hey, what can you do? Uh, yeah, break, nothing. Man. People got to use the bathroom. Man. <laughs> Listen, apparently, uh, like the heat was never broken, so this mm. is uh, a wild scene all around. <laughs> Some good news. Uh, so I I had to wake up at seven, so still bad news. I would argue. <laughs> but can you break it and then fix it since you're out there? I may. I certainly may. No, I mean, like yeah, like tell the guy right there, like yeah, just uh. You know, pull a wire and then go replace it, please. Yeah, just just smash it with a wrench. I don't I don't care. Yeah, like I again, I want you. To, I don't want you getting rusty on your job. Like, take this as some practice for you. <laughs> what do you need work on? Dribble with your left. Yeah, this is this is the two K off season. What attributes do you want to uh, up by two points? He's like, damn. He's like, ah, I could I could use some rewiring, uh, hamming up. <laughs> Yeah, uh, NBA All-Star snubs I never care about, never have, never will. No, there aren't that many yeah. spots. There are a lot of good players. It's going to happen every single fucking year. Uh, well, th- like, I we guess- don't know yet because so, I feel like at this time, what, like nine people got selected after this? Right. My only hey, well, the all- we should just not do East or West anymore. That's really my only gripe. Just take the best 24? Yeah, because it's... Like, the East has got a solid squad, but, like, if somebody else goes down after Oladipo, oh, boy. We're looking at, like, like Malcolm Brogdon starting all stuff. I guess my thing is I think I would still like to see the the starters be East and West and then just take the bench from whoever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, I'm fine with that. 
because the starters from the East are are just as strong as anyone. No, you know what sure. I mean? Yeah, for yeah for reserves, yeah, I don't hate that. Um, what was I going to say? Super Bowls this weekend. It's true. <laughs> People are finally going to leave your city tomorrow. I uh, can't wait. I do love how it just clears out on Saturday. Like every every year. It's Sunday to Saturday. No one stays for the fucking game. I can't wait. And even then Big Cat was something he was like, It'll be some sat like the traffic Saturday will be people trying to get out early. He was like, But everybody's leaving Sunday. He's like Sunday afternoon is gonna be ghost town. And I was like, That's beautiful. Yeah. Can't wait to never have a Super Bowl here again specifically <laughs> for that. Awesome. Um What's your what's your final prediction for the game? I've, I like I've as it's been talked about every day. I've been going with the Patriots. Like I just oh think like there, yeah. And then yesterday, uh, my new close personal friend Demarcus Ware sold me on the Rams. <laughs> what did he say? He said he was like he was talking about playing for. Uh, Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips. Yeah, which he did in Dallas and Denver. And he was like, one game every year, Wade dedicates to his dad. Oh, no. Yeah. He was like, he, he was like, one, he's like, it's always one game. And he, like, he hasn't done it yet this year. Hasn't done it yet this year. Motherfucker. Yeah. So he was like, one game. He was like, he pulls out all the stuff. He's like, everything he's ever learned over his 75 years of football is in play. He's like, he wears his dad's old jacket to the game, like the fur coat and hat. And he was like, he is like, Wade doesn't say much, but he like calls the team or calls the defense together before the game for his dad, lets him know what it means to him. And he's like, after he says that, he's like, you think you're going to block like Aaron Donald and Sue after that with what Wade Phillips is going to be calling. I'm going Rams. Akeem Tlaib's going to like, Shoot Wes Welker in the face in the middle of the game. Probably. Welker playing today? Y'all might need him. Ah, God. That's not something I needed to hear. Yeah. No, that... Because everything else, I was like, yeah, okay. Like, it's still going to... It's going to come down to, like, like golf versus Brady. And I will take Brady until I shouldn't, right? Until right. I have a reason not to. But, now, the way he put it, like, that he was just like, he... Like, this is his one game. And that's what Big Cat was like. He hadn't already did it yet. He was like, nah. He's like, he always saves it for, like, a game. Like, it's not always the Super Bowl. Sometimes it's regular season. Sometimes it's whenever. And it was like, Wade's doing it for this game. And I was like, huh. That's the best case I've heard for either side yet. So I'm leaning Rams. Yeah, that's news I wish I I hadn't heard. Uh it's a bold move saving it for the Super Bowl. I feel like he just he just knew this team was was destined for the Super Bowl. Otherwise, he would have broke that out for the Saints game. You know what I mean? Well, he knew they were going to be uh, <laughs> helped by cheating. So. Yeah, gifted the game. Yeah. But I, that is the matchup I've been thinking about all week is Wade Phillips versus Belichick because they are just like, both of them, like both of their fathers, were footballs. Both of oh, their yeah. mothers were also footballs. Lifers, like they, yeah, like that's this is all they know and have. And I mean, Wade's given Belichick problems when he was in Denver. So, yeah, he mentioned he mentioned that too. 
I'm sure he did. The oh, son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah, surprisingly, it brought it. But I was I was watching the uh, the Belichick and Parcells thirty for thirty again last night, mm. and like every time I watch it, I pick up just little different like Belichick tidbits. And when he was the Giants defensive coordinator for the '86 season, when they won the Super Bowl in '87, mm. they had to play the 49ers, who had already won two rings. Okay. The Redskins in the NFC Championship game, who were oh, about two, to, right? Yeah. I think they were about to start winning. Mm. But even even regardless of that, they had already played them twice that year. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like a third playing a third team playing a team a third time in one year is never easy and then he played john elway in the super bowl yeah <laughs> what no. bella like a, a decent gauntlet mm. yeah a bunch of eighth seeds is what i heard he held joe montana to eight for 15 for 98 yards and two interceptions one was a pick six shit jerry rice had three receptions for 48 yards and a fumble Y'all's goat. The 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 forty nine ers scored three points. Three. <laughs> if only they had a, a Hall of Fame coach, an innovative system, and Hall of Fame talent. Listen, the next time someone points to Joe Montana's fucking undefeated record in the goddamn Super Bowl, <laughs> I'm gonna bring out this ninety eight yard stinkeroo where he didn't even have the highest quarterback rating on his own goddamn team. Yeah, nah, fuck that's, Joe uh, Montana. That's Flacco status, man. Then they played the Redskins. Uh, I looked up the regular season games. They they beat the Redskins both times in the regular season, but it was both like 29-23 and like 2017 or something. Like right. they were close games. Yeah. They shut out the Redskins. Zero points. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I don't know they were running like 40 times a game, running for 350 again last year. Fucking Art Monk had like 150 yards receiving. So it wasn't like they weren't moving the ball. Right. They just no, could not true. score. Yeah. So through eight quarters of playoff football against Joe Montana and a team that's already seen him twice, he's allowed three points. <laughs> then they get to the Super Bowl. John Elway, they were up 39-13 to 13 in the fourth quarter. At that point, John Elway was 21 of 36, 257 yards, with an interception, a safety, and a rushing touchdown. Okay, uh, Josh Allen. Once the game was like 39-13 midway through the fourth quarter, you'd say that game's out of reach, right? Sure. That's when L.A. dialed one up for a 47-yard touchdown. That was his lone <laughs> touchdown pass of the game. So I'm not, I'm not, he's not getting fucking credit for that. That doesn't count. For real. So he held Joe Montana and John L.A. to 28 of 51 for like 340 yards and three interceptions. Good game for Blake Bortles. <laughs> and I was just thinking about that. That was 32 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like that's – and Wade Phillips was, I don't know, like a spry 64 years old at the time. Oh, yeah, no, Wade Phillips was like, yeah, I know. we. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were the uh, – Four seed in the AFC. I was busting my hump <laughs> on the other side of the bracket. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just picturing like these two having a moment where they're just staring at each other from across the sideline, like, 
like grandpa and the guy who actually invented itchy and scratchy, like <laughs> paint my chicken coop. Like they, they, they're just like, they're just in a, I, like if this game were zero, zero headed into overtime, I wouldn't be shocked. Let me see. What year was that? 85? No, it was the 86, 87. 86. Oh yeah. He was a D coordinator for the Eagles. Like the Reggie white, like Jerome Brown Eagles, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> like he was, again, I was like, yeah, I've always had horses, dog. So yeah, that's uh as big of that's why like the Madden simulation has the Rams winning by three. Okay. But the Madden simulation, which was started off real hot when they started doing it, seven of their first eight years, Madden was correct. Okay. They've only done it for fifteen years. The last seven years they're f- three and four. Okay. So they're they're it's it's cooled off. Madden Madden doesn't have the juice anymore. They don't know when the refs are just gonna erroneously throw throw flags. The fucking hippo Fiona from the Cincinnati Zoo. True. Picked the Rams. Okay. The goddamn media won't stop picking the Rams right in the Patriots' faces. Yeah, that's like that's where everything leading up until yesterday, I was like. I I don't know. Like I like I get the Aaron Donald. It's just like I. It's like that's how you beat Tom Brady. It's like yeah, you know who else knows that Tom Brady. So I was like I see, but but no, like I once Demarcus, I'm firmly on the Rams side. And again, I'm fine being wrong with it, but that's that's why I'm on the Rams side. The Demarcus Ware news uh, leaves me distraught, to say the least. Don't care for it. Yeah. Like, if it was Wish just I, about anything else, it's like, oh, no, man. Like, they're really focused and everybody's really happy to be here. Like, whatever strategy, I'd have been like, eh, Patriots by six. But that, man, oh, man. He was like, yeah, he throws the kitchen sink. He was like, we looked like we looked forward to it because he knew, like, we'd run shit we hadn't ran all year. What if he doesn't, what if he doesn't, what if he waits, what if he's like, maybe I'll wait till halftime and then he can't find his hat or something? Maybe Belichick steals the hat. I would steal that. Belichick also does that too. He's worn his dad's hat before. Okay, so maybe Wade Phillips will steal his hat. An old they just dad a, hat, an old, <laughs> old fashioned hat off <laughs> between Belichick. I just stand like Spider Man. Yeah, they're both just wearing each other's father's respective hats during the game. <laughs> they can't fit the headsets on at all. They're just yeah, <laughs> the game just ends in a tie. They just hug each other and cry. It's a great scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Lisa and Buck playing hockey. That's exactly. What <laughs> yeah, the, the Simpsons has really seen it all. Wow, they really have. Yeah, no. If you if you could think of something in life, the Simpsons have already covered it. Yeah, but man. yeah, he had, uh, he had Reggie White winning Defensive Player of the Year then. So Wade Wade ain't new to this, man. God damn it! He was a graduate assistant in 1969. Nice. <laughs> The year Jay Z was born was the first year Wade <laughs> Phillips started coaching, and I think he's like he's one of those, like he's just been coaching since. He doesn't take breaks. I thought he took one year, I'm like gonna, recently. Let me see. Before De- like after Dallas, before Denver. The only break I see, I'm up until '85, and there's been no breaks since '69. Let's see. Okay, '98 to 2000, he was a Bills head coach. Got fired there. And didn't come back 
to be the Falcons defensive coordinator too. A year later, so he took oh <laughs> four through oh six, yeah, and everything else. He's, he took precisely one year, and since then, uh, he's arguably had some of his best units. Yeah. I wish I didn't know that about. Well, I'm glad I know it now. I can prepare for it. Yeah, that's so. That's also I got to put that out there before the game. Just I'm just putting that just just something to consider. I the one thing that I would say is I could see Marcus Peters being like, "No one gives a fuck about your your dad, old man." Nah, but here's like the whole team <laughs> would just beat up Marcus Peters. I think Marcus Peters thinks he can beat up the whole team. I don't know. Oh, if listen, that's I'm sure stop he him. thinks that. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I agree. Now, we're, would he? It's, no. It's, we're correct. No, he sure wouldn't. Because Dominican Sue and Aaron Donald are the people. And Keep to Leave would be the people fighting him. But I'm just picturing it being like Malcolm Butler all over again. Like, why? where's Marcus Peters? Why, why, why hasn't he played yet today? Is he hurt? And he's just, he's got a full body cast on in a hospital somewhere. <laughs> but here's the, like again, if bad Marcus Peters is going to show up, that might not be a bad thing. But that's the thing you don't know till the game starts, Tyler. Wade knows. <laughs> he like he's got one play. He's like, "Yo, Marcus Peters, you want to just like rush the quarterback?" And he's like, "Fuck yeah!" He's like, "Okay, I got you." <laughs> like third quarter, I'm setting it up perfectly. Until then, oh. Peters yeah, Peters recovers two fumbles. He knocks Edelman out the game with the his his annual concussion. To get him Listen, cooking. yeah, to get him cooking. We've, yeah, we've talked about it. You don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. The, yeah, they just let him catch it, and uh, yeah, like you just kind of like shove him out of bounds. I don't really tackle him. Just kind of. Like, That's what I mean. Yeah, just escort him to the sideline. Don't even bring him to the. Don't even push him to like fire him up a little. Just yeah, no, like gra- just grab his flag into play. Yeah, yeah. That's all you. That's that's how you contain Julian Edelman is you don't tackle him. You let him pick up a like let him finish with like two hundred and seven receiving yards. It's gonna be the least effective game you've ever seen. Yeah, now those are empty yards. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going do you do you have a I mean I assume you're going Patriots. Do you have a score? I don't have a score yet. That's what I'm still working on. Yeah, I don't after last year was what, forty one thirty three, was that it? Yeah. Now nah, you remember don't front. I really don't. Because <laughs> I, I, I thought it, I thought it was like ten. I didn't think we could tie it with like a score. Yeah, no, Clearly, yeah, forty. I think it was forty-one thirty-three. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, like I don't remember the giant scores. I think it was like twenty to seventeen, and the first one was like eighteen fourteen or something yeah, stupid. Yeah, they were both really low. Was, yeah, they were both really dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Like I know the first the Moss one we couldn't tie it with a field goal we needed a touchdown so we ran the just throw it to no one play four times in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, Phillips was like, "Oh, I'm ready for that one." <laughs> That's where Peter shines. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't know, like thirty-two twenty-seven Patriots, something like that. Okay. Um. Because I do think, like, even with Wade Phillips' hat and all, I I do think we're going to be able to run the ball. And unless Josh McDaniels just veers completely off the road, uh, which he's, he's known to do, <laughs> right. he, he's he been calling, like, a, a game so far throughout the playoffs. Yeah. And it's because he's just been like, Sony, just here's the ball. 
Sony's like, can do. Let me see if I can find it because I thought he was having like a historic rookie playoffs, and he is. Hmm. See, like the thing I want, it's like, like Belichick is going to take away like something. It's like if he takes away Gurley, they can win. They won last week. If he takes away golf, they can win. They did it the week before. This is like I don't know what they focus on. I know it's going to be like the pass, like they're going to have to get pressure like up the middle in his face. I just think he's going to get rid of it even quicker in the running, like running the game or run the ball will help. I'm going, I would say Rams 28, I'll go 28-24 Rams. So of all the, Sonny Michel is only the 11th running back with at least five rushing touchdowns in the playoffs and a single uh, NFL season. Oh, that's just running back, and he's the first, first rookie to ever do it. The seven of the 11 other running backs are all in the Hall of Fame, and he's only the second player to do it in less than three games. That seems too obvious with Belichick, though. I think he's going to run. It's just going to be Rex Burkhead getting 26 carries, which I'll I know, which I know you love. Yeah, which I'll I kill everyone. <laughs> I think it's like, yeah, Michelle's going to be in there. Because some, somebody was saying it was like, Michelle doesn't really do much else. So it's like if he's in, you know he's running. Which, again, they haven't been able to stop it, which is a, a smart move to keep going with it. But I don't Listen, know. Like, you're going to need it. You're going to need every every single bit this game. We've won. We've won. Super Bowls with LeGarrette Blount, who it was even more so if Michelle's on the field, they're going to run it. Well, yeah, but he's not 290 pounds with a stone-cold jab. <laughs> I don't think he, so. All the other running backs on this, Terrell Davis was one, his age 25 season. In four games, he scored eight touchdowns. Pretty good. <laughs> he made the Hall of Fame off that run, man. He sure did. Larry Zonka was 26 in three Zonks games. He had, six, he had six touchdowns. Okay. Uh, Franco Harris was 24 in three games. He had six touchdowns. John Riggins. So, yeah, that Washington run did happen before uh, that Belichick uh, run I was talking about. Hmm. In three games, he had six touchdowns. But it was only – so far, Michelle has a higher yards per carry than everyone not named Terrell Davis. And does for everyone else on this list, other than Curtis Martin. Hmm, Georgia running backs, wow. Um, Gerald Riggs, who just seems like potentially just John Riggins under a different name. Yeah, he's like, uh, I, I, I got 300 more carries in me, daddy. Run me into the ground. He, he had 11 carries for 19 yards and six touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Emmett Smith. He had three games, six touchdowns. Ricky Waters, two games, six touchdowns. Okay. Ricky Waters used to be nice, man. He sure was. And then Sony Digital, uh, two games, 53 attempts, which is insane. Uh, 242 yards for 4.57 yards per attempt, five touchdowns. So, yeah, just give him the ball. Give James White the ball. I hope Rex Burkhead forgets the game Sunday. Oh, boy. You know he's getting 19 carries. This is going to be really fun. I can't wait for him to drop a crucial ball or fun. 
here's the thing: it'll catch it, but then it'll fumble, or yeah. it'll like yeah, it'll do it, some good before some up. bad. Yeah, correct. That's how he always does it. It's like oh, I this is going a little. With the Bengals, man, I know the Rex Burkhead experience. This is going a little too well. What's what's about <laughs> to unfold here? Oh yeah, because like it's going well. It's like man, oh man, why didn't Rex Burkhead get more? Oh, that's why Rex Burkhead doesn't get more carries. <sighs> so yeah, that. That's he's been stay, keeping he's me up. At night. He's been Jarvis Green Ellis. <laughs> but yeah, uh, who's your MVP? Madden thinks it's going to be Aaron Donald. Yeah, I'm going Donald. Just because I. Again, just looking at DeMarcus where I was like, that's what rushing a passer looks like. And he was a really big Aaron Donald fan. So I, basically, I'm just, I just do whatever DeMarcus Ware says now. He's now my life coach. He doesn't he's know never it, he's never led you astray before. Never. No. So yeah, Don I want to it almost feels boring to even say that, but I they'll still give it to Golf though, right? Like Donald could have like three and a half sacks and it's like, well, Golf threw for 171 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> they couldn't yeah, have done if, without those. If you throw north of one touchdown as a quarterback, I feel like you just automatically win it. It's either that, and you have to have like no picks. Like, but he had no pick. Well, he threw the ball eleven times. He had no picks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go Donald. That's what I want to see. I just want good things for him. If the page, if the Patriots win, I find it hard to believe anyone not named Tom Brady will get the MVP. Edelman, that's how it's gonna work. And people like you said he wasn't a Hall of Famer. Yes, this one game changed it. Yeah. James White literally set the record for most points scored by an individual in the Super Bowl, didn't win MVP. Correct. Somehow Deion Branch won it once. I still don't know how that happened. He had like 15 catches, didn't he? He set the record, but like, uh, so did Shane Vereen. Shane Vereen didn't get the MVP. Well, they, it was like, we learned our lesson. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I, I think Brady's, like Brady's the obvious choice because I have the Patriots winning, but... I would like to see James White get it. How I many think if we're going to win it. How many? So three? No, he's got all the ones that Deion Branch didn't win. <laughs> so he's four. I thought, uh, I was thinking like a random, like, uh, I don't know, McGinnis or somebody around like a random one. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'll check, but I'm pretty sure. I just Googled Tom Brady. Like, that was the easiest way to find this information. Yeah, but, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, four-time Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, not pretty. Yeah, if, if they win, he's getting it, so. What a hilarious, like, Wiki, like the career highlights and awards section on Wikipedia. Like, Brady just keeps going. Like, it's just. Oh, yeah, not like, I do that for, like, Jordan sometimes. It's like, man, right. oh, man. I'm, I'm only up to, like, 91. Is five-time Super Bowl champion, four-time Super Bowl MVP, nine-time AFC champion, three-time Most Valuable Player, fourteen-time Pro Bowler, three three-time First-Team All-Pro. Yuck! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Are they even his MVP years? Let's see. Yep, just his MVP. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that the NFL even got that. Well, yeah, he's second-team All-Pro. Dwight Howard over Chandler. Yeah, he's got two of those. Uh, two-time NFL Offensive Player of the Year. I guess that third MVP was in, oh, that was last year mm. when they gave it to Gurley. Comeback Player of the Year. Fair. Six man. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, All-decade team. He'll make that again, right? How many quarterbacks do you think have made the all-decade team twice? Um, that's a good – I'm trying to think. How long did Favre play into the early 2000s? I know he's not on the 2000s all-decade team. Favre, okay, well, then, no, he's the one I was, I was like, he probably he might have did just enough, like, late 90s and early 2000s to both. So, yeah, it might just be no, him. The 2000s is Brady and Peyton. Uh, did Peyton make it twice? Well, we, they haven't announced this decade yet. I mean, well, it's 2019, man. What are we waiting on? <laughs> so, yeah, he and Peyton probably the Breeze, too, I imagine. No, the Breeze didn't make it, shit. The guy stinks. Yeah, no, it'll probably be those two. I would say, yeah, Rogers. Well, he'll make it for all three decades. You need to play three decades. <laughs> arm talent on that guy. Now, here's it's an article with six fake Anthony Davis trades. I want to go through quickly, then I got to run. Okay. For the first one is your Celtics. Okay. Celtics get Anthony Davis. Pelicans get Tatum, Aaron Baines, Jalen Brown, Gershon, and Simi. Would you do that deal? Yes or no? You said Jalen was uh, in there too. Tatum, Jalen, Aaron Baines. Gershon and Simi. Yes or no? I know the options. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Hold. Uh, <laughs> no pick. Like you get you. you I mean, keep no, Marcus because smart. We, you keep. We we keep talking about how these guys don't get traded for that much. So no. I mean, I, is that a whole lot? I mean, it's Tatum and Brown. So what, if you move, like, Brown, you would do that? Like, if you move one of these pieces, you'd probably do it? Yeah. Okay. And I, I very much admit, even that package with both of them is less than what Anthony Davis is worth. Correct. But given what the going rate is, no, you can pick one. Okay. So if they came back, excuse me, if they came back like this is final offer. This or no? Would you do it? No, you, have to. you wouldn't do it. It's the same reasoning I gave over the summer. Like I really just want to see what these two guys do together because I, I really am high on Jalen and I'm high on Jason. And you're not high on Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. I am. I'm very high on <laughs> Anthony Davis, but uh, Gershon too. Man, he's talking. So you would, so no. I'm amazed. Wow. I mean, it's like Kyrie, Smart, Hayward, Anthony Davis. Morris. A, a you year. Right, get back Morris. A year older, Al Horford. Like, Gross. that's more my thing now. Like, Horford just keeps getting older. I would, if Horford were it, like. That's how it works. It is. But if Horford were like 27, I would be like, oh, yeah, definitely. Because we still have like 10 more years of him. But we don't. We have like well, three that's more exactly years why of him. I'd, I'd want to get like, give me, again, Juice and Tatum. Like, they're going to be good. They're going to be fine for the next 10. But if I'm trying to, like you said, Horford is good now. Like, Kyrie is good now. Andy Davis is good now. Yeah, yeah. but Horford wasn't good the first month and a half. That was why we stunk. Yeah, but he is now. Why are you bringing up all this shit? Because I feel like it's going to happen again <laughs> next year. <laughs> no, for sure. Like, this is 
And then one day it's just going to be like, oh, yeah, he just didn't snap out of it. Yeah, that's like – so, yeah, it would make sense to replace him with a guy like Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I Like, it, like if, if, if I think if Ange puts that on the table, we get Anthony Davis. I think it's that simple. But if they put it on the table to you, you would say – see, my thing is, I, like, Horford is getting older, but just because his skill set in 80s – like I, I think, like AD playing with him, you're getting more out of older Horford, probably. So I like I that's what I'd be willing to bet. Like when Horford just can't move, he just yells behind him, <laughs> hey, weak side, and Anthony Davis yeah. runs over and blocks it. Yeah, I mean it's basically what Rondo did last year. Just tell him what to do. Yeah, I mean not that Anthony Davis needs a, a lot of help, but uh, <laughs> you know Horford just he's got a different vision for the game. I I, I do think that it's in a, a heartbeat, man, and I I, I get it. I do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, no, I think it's probably the right move. Um, but I mean, I've made a, a lifetime worth of do it, making the wrong move, so I'm I'm fine with keeping that tradition alive. Okay. Trade number two, Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers get this is a three teamer. Ooh. Lakers get Anthony Davis, Cheek Diallo, Tim Frazier, and close personal friend Darius Miller. The Pelicans get Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma. Contavious Caldwell Pope, Jonathan Simmons, Orlando's first round pick this year. Let's see, top ten protected. So I don't know. I guess that depends because they kind of stink. And the Lakers unprotected for or unprotected picks in twenty twenty three and twenty five. Magic get Lonzo Ball. Would you do that deal if int- you're the Pelicans? Uh, I mean, those Lakers picks I feel like are going to be really good for the Seattle Pelicans when New Orleans moves and no one who works for that team uh, is still employed by them. Well, and also, LeBron's already bought the Cavaliers by then, right? Like, they might stink right. again. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's why I, I think those Lakers picks would be, like, very good. Yeah, that's, like, those both, like, I wasn't intrigued at all until it said, like, they're both fully unprotected. Now it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so... That, I mean, it requires a lot of patience. You're getting a lot of shit back in return in the interim, so you'd have to oh, tank yeah. on your own. Uh, I think it's interesting for the Magic. Oh, see, I'd do that in a – like, that's what I was looking at. Like, this feels like a steal for the Magic. I'm not sure why right. they're even involved. They're giving up Jonathan Simmons and their first and pick. round pick. This, like, Jonathan Simmons and the number nine pick for Lonzo Ball. That's a win. Yeah, I've, big win. Like, I, honest to God, if I'm the Pelicans, I'm like, just give me Lonzo. Right. I'd rather have Lonzo than Simmons or that pick, so just give me yeah, Ingram, Lonzo, Kuzma, Caldwell. I'd want Hart, but Caldwell, it's probably gotta be Caldwell Pope for money. I'd be like, give me Zubak or Wagner too and those two unprotected picks. Right. Like I know uh, it's shit, but it's a lot of it. It can't all be shit. It might. <laughs> might not. <laughs> That's that's a deal where if absolutely no one is topping it, then I begrudgingly take. But I don't know. They're also not answering the phone from the Lakers, so they might not even hear about that trade. Yeah. That's, okay, number three. Bulls get Anthony Davis. Pelicans get Lori Markinen, Wendell Carter Jr., Robin Lopez, and Chicago's unprotected pick this year. I'd have to wait till after the lottery. Yeah, like it's basically your hope for Zion. Yeah, Zion. See, I 
like I get Markin and Wendell Carter are good, but I, like if I draft Zion, I don't. I feel like I've just got three bigs. I will say, even if that's Barrett, I think that's a better package than the Lakers are offering. Oof. I don't. I'm. I'm not high on Barrett, but it's still time. I'm not high on Barrett either, but I'm higher on like Wendell Carter than all of those Lakers players. No, fair. Hell, maybe Although I also, too, shit. I also now have Julio Okafor, so I don't. I might not even need him. Yeah, maybe I just rebuild around Ja. Yeah. So you would not do so. This that feels like easily third of these three so far. I'll put it second. Okay, this one now we're heating up. Philly 76ers get Anthony Davis. Pelicans right. get Joel and B. And Philadelphia's twenty twenty first round pick. Do you do that if you're New Orleans? I don't do that if I'm Philly. Anyone I ask. <laughs> yeah, of course I do that if I'm New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, no, I do it in a heartbeat, Doug. Like, and the pick? Wow! That's what I mean. That's, Elton Brand did not write this article, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, no, there's no way I do that if I'm... No. <laughs> okay. Here, oh, this is a good one. Suns get Anthony Davis. Pelicans get DeAndre Ayton, Josh Jackson, Mikael Bridges, Troy Daniels, Rashawn Holmes... And the Bucks protected 20, uh, 2019 first round pick. So they're for probably like a 25 pick this year. Yeah, I, I, I would, that feels like the best deal so far. Yeah, honestly, like it's, again, it's it's how you feel about Aiton versus Zion, I guess. But I, I'd need to know I had Zion in hand. Because I would take, as a prospect, would you go on forward, would you take Aiton or you bet on Zion? Because I go Zion. Zion. Yeah, Zion. Zion. But I'd need to know. But you take Aiton over Barrett or Reddish or anybody else, right? Yes. So that's. I think I'd want another pick of the Sun from the Suns because they're just giving up the Bucks pick this year. But I don't hate that one. Yeah, I don't hate that one. But from the Suns' perspective, like, there's no way he stays in Phoenix. No, not a chance. Not a chance. Raptors. Raptors get Anthony Davis, Darius Miller, Tim Fraser, Cheek Dialu. Pelicans get Pascal Siakam, DeLon Wright, C.J. Miles, Valencia Eunice, and a 2021 top 10 protected pick. I would need OG. So if you add OG or just add him in there, you would do that deal? I would or, take out one of those other. Like, like what you got to the bottom? Well, I think, I think yeah. Miles probably got to be for money. So, yeah, like I'd rather have OG than DeLon Wright. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Again, and I really like Siakam, but as, as the centerpiece of a trade package, right? Because that picks shit. Yeah. So I, it's basically it, yeah, and I like OG too. But again, it's the centerpiece. Nah. Then <laughs> they had the Knicks in here, but Porzingis was <laughs> in it. So the trade was: Knicks get Anthony Davis, Wesley Johnson, Cheek Dialu, and Ian Clark. Pelicans get Hardaway, Courtney Lee, Porzingis. Luke Cornett, and this year's first round pick, but top one protected. Mm, yeah, I would need that protection out of there. Yeah. And even then, I'd still want to see it as one. Correct. Okay, so, so what, yeah. yeah. Of those, who, who's your top, like, two trade packages there if you're the Pelicans? Like, my, it would be like Phoenix, Boston, Chicago, in some order. Okay. Yeah, I, no, com- <laughs> compared to what some of those other teams are giving up, like that's why I don't feel the need, even though it should be required, 
to trade Juice and Tatum. Yeah. Like, if you take Juice out, because I think most of the basketball world is pretty split on him anyways. Like, I'm a fan, but I'm I'm sure there are still plenty of question marks around him. For sure. So if you took him out there, just Tatum alone is stronger than, like, based off potential and everything, it's stronger than Toronto's package. It's stronger yes. than the Lakers' package. It's, yes. Depending on the Bulls' pick, it's at least – it's better than the players' the known quantities the Bulls are presenting. So would you like Tatum or Zion? Because I go Zion. Yeah. No, I like Zion's like defensive potential alone. If he could ever just get a set shot, he's going to have a better all around game than Tatum. Tatum will probably always be the better offensive player in terms of just putting the ball in the hoop. But Zion, like Zion's open court passing is something Tatum will never have. Zion's athleticism is something Tatum will never have. Uh, his defense is something Tatum will never have. Which is so, like, and he's got, like, the thing is, he can be really good at all those. It's just Zion just has a ceiling. I, I don't know if we've seen before, just because athletically, I don't know if we've seen him. Right. That, it that's would be like, I bet on Zion. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, so I think that one's very close. That's why, I like, the Bulls putting their pick out there, unless it's mm-hmm. one, then I would take Tatum over that package. Uh, Would you say Aiton or Zion? You mean Aiton or Tatum? Uh, I mean, either one, really, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would take Zion over Aiton and Mm. probably... Aiton Tatum's close. I don't know how I go there. Aiton Tatum's real close. I think I'd I'd lean Tatum, but yeah, that's 1A, 1B. Yeah, I mean, because they're probably the same fucking age. Same day, yeah, down to the minute. Yeah, and then it's just like, I don't know, if Aiden had been shooting more this year, I think it would be more interesting, but he hasn't, you know, like threes yeah. at least. Yeah. I, know, I I believe he has that, but the fact that he hasn't shown it leads me to lean towards Tatum there. Um. So, yeah, that's why I, if, if the Celtics can get away with being like, hey, we'll offer all these draft picks and, and Tatum and we just want to keep Brown for depth, then I think that's when you try and strike. And I know that's what Ainge is going to try and do. Or yeah. I mean, he's going to try and lead with Jalen as the centerpiece, and I think the Pelicans are rightfully going to be like, no, dude, what the right. fuck? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> he's probably going to lead with, like, Shemi as the, the uh, starting strong. Piece. Look at him, huh? Or he's going to try and use the Spurs as precedent. Like, look, they just traded DeRozan pretty much straight up for fucking uh, Kawhi. How about you take Hayward? A you proven think, all-star. You think you're smarter than the Spurs? <laughs> See, my, as I look at it, if the if the Suns were willing to, I'd be like, okay, I don't want Josh Jackson. Give me Warren instead. Yep. And along with that Bucks pick, give me like a Suns. Unprotected. Don't care what year. Like it can be twenty twenty three. But don't care. Like I've got Aiton, Warren, Mikael Bridges, like Daniels and Holmes. Uh, the Bucks pick like a pick this year, and then that future chip. And then the Suns would still have Devin Booker and Anthony Davis, which is strong, and nothing else. But uh, I do. You need a whole lot. Counterpoint. Right. Yeah. No. That's. If they could sell him on just play, if Book could sell him on being like, hey man, I'm really cool, then he's like, damn, yeah. you are cool. 
He's like, I didn't think of it like that. Uh, <laughs> then, then that could be a thing. But I also don't think Phoenix is smart enough to realize they have assets right now. No. Because that, like, again, hypothetically, if it's AD Book or KP uh, Luca, like, you're going to be the third. Who do you, like, who do you side? Who do you bet on? AD and Book. I think I would. I mean, I'm clearly biased here, but I, I would too. <laughs> Chris Abs is an unknown with the with the health, and yeah. AD is the best player of the four. Uh, Doncic probably two. Uh, yeah, so so the Maverick. It might be one of those situations where the Mavericks have two and three, but the Suns have one and four, and right. one and four are, are stable. Yeah, I'm looking. The only thing is they, like they've got assets, but yeah, no, that would that would take every single one of them because it mm. really would just be. A D book. You'd still have Josh Jackson. Um <laughs> Ubre. I like Ubre's fine. Like as a piece. Yeah, he's a player. A Kobo, DeAnthony Melton. Uh and you'd have a little cap space that Robert Sarver wouldn't spend. Sure wouldn't. But no, A D book alone is tough. But yeah, that's all I got. So yeah. Uh I think what that exercise proved is we can trade Tatum for A D straight up. And it's better than anything anyone else can or will offer. I I mean, like unless unless Philly's willing to throw Simmons, then yeah, right. Like it, if it's just going to be like, yeah, we just have the we don't have the extra fluff, but we have the best chance at like a star. We right. have the bluest or one of the bluest chips. Yeah, and I'd be jumping for joy if we if we kept Juice and Smart and traded for Anthony Davis. I know I, you, I, I know you you'd never sleep again. I'd be over the moon. And I like Tatum. Like, Tatum's really good. For sure. But that trade is the biggest no-brainer of all time. Yeah. So, yeah, I would do that. If 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 for some reason the rest of that money works and we can just trade all the rest of the picks, uh, then, yeah, I'd be thrilled with Kyrie, Anthony Davis, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart, and Al Horford. Like, there's your five. 52 and 30. <laughs> Fine with that. <laughs> Kyrie's going to miss 20 games. Anthony Davis is going to miss like 11. Horford's going to miss 15. Juice is going to break his hand. Micah Smart's going to break his hand, breaking Juice's hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got both the Morris twins coming off the pine. We're really cooking. Yeah, you get a couple shooters and you're, you're in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Juice uh, had another 20-point game last night. Is he back no for more? Game. Yeah, I mean, he fucking was murdering, murdering the Hornets last night. Good. Or it was it was Wednesday night. So uh, that, my way. days are fucked up. But yeah, I mean, Kemba nine for twenty, twenty one points. Juice ten for eighteen, twenty four points. Is, should Juice be starting the All Star game? I think that's the conversation people are starting to have. Who should the Hornets max out? My call. <laughs> he had ten rebounds too. He was just all like he was just running the steal the ball and dunk it play. Good. Uh, no, I, listen, I want good juice. He's back, friend. I don't good. know what to tell you. Yeah, three of his last four games, he's hit over 20 points. Uh, the game before that, he had six. Uh, <laughs> Again, turns out, as it would appear, man, guy gets healthy, plays well. Unreal. Well, listen, people think I pulled that 25-minute mark out of my fucking ass. He played 29-37 against the Hornets. He had 24-10. and 10. 
He played 31-30 against Brooklyn. He had 21-6. Uh, that was it. He didn't do much of any two assists. Uh, Golden State, a game that was very closely contested. He played uh, 22-29. Under 25 minutes, some people are pointing out. Mm. Had 10 points. Almost like he doesn't get in his rhythm when he knows he's not going to be playing. Hmm. Uh, game before that, it was Cleveland, so I don't really count it, but he played just over 25 minutes. He had 23 on 8 of 12. Before that, Miami, 20 minutes, 3 of 9 for 6 points. Before that, Atlanta, 27. Uh, he played 28 minutes, 14 points, and hit his free throws, which is super rare for him. <laughs> hmm. Healthy guy, gets in the rhythm, plays well. Fuck out of here. Before that, Memphis. 21 minutes, 12 points. Toronto, 23 minutes, 7 points. Brooklyn, 33 minutes, 22 points of 9 on 18 shooting. Like, I don't... Guy plays more than 25 minutes, he's good for 20 points. He plays less, he's just like, I don't know what's happening. I'm better than the, the white guy who took my minutes. Mm. Boy wonder can't figure it out, wow. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Stevens or Giannis, let me see where y'all's minds at. Brad Stevens made the put Marcus Smart in the starting lineup call, and we've been one of the best teams in the league since. That's all that matters. He made the Gordon Hayward still uh, the bane of your existence play. I've never seen the city of Boston so easy. We've been calling Ben Simmons a coward. It's only fair. The city of Boston's turned into one giant fucking coward the way we're treating Gordon Hayward with these fucking kid gloves. He's not the first person to ever break his foot. He just isn't. I don't understand, like, like we've seen people, like, DeMarcus Cousins got back quicker than fucking Gordon Hayward with a much worse injury. So what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, boy. Don't like make guys, balls to choose between our whites, man. You got him in a pickle. <laughs> the guy fucking stinks. And, it, like, all right, you want him to take more time? I'm fine with that. Don't put him on the fucking court, then. Let him <laughs> rest it. Wouldn't like, that's an option, yeah. yeah. Well, we were talking about it last night. I was like, I honestly, I think the thing with like Isaiah Thomas, Hayward, and Fultz, I was like, these guys honestly should have been in the G League. It's just a bad optic. Like you can't, like you're you're putting them out there on the highest stage. Like, yeah, no, get your win back, get over like your mental hurdle and your physical hurdle now. Right. But it's just like a bad optic. But it's like I, I think I like somebody's gonna have to take the hit. Like if Hayward was just if he had just come up to the Celtics, like he just played. Like, he's like, let me just let me get to where I f- I'm feeling right. He just yeah. let, y'all just call him up. Like February, he's got like a few months. He's got his wind. He's like got a role. Then he starts off the bench. Like it's like they just threw him into the starting line. It's like yeah, be back what you were right now, <laughs> please. Yeah, and it didn't work. Shocking. <laughs> no, sure didn't. So and it yeah. it threw the team into a dissension, and uh, guys are just like now recovering from it. So. uh yeah, it was a wild scene, wild move. Didn't quite work. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I would I would staple him to the bench, send him to Maine. Uh, I'd be <laughs> fine with that. Um, with the red claws. That, yeah, I mean, literally anything else. Because here's the other thing about the G League, too. You don't hear about the G League unless someone plays well. So all your shitty games go unnoticed. Like, right, no like one- that's what I... Yeah, no, I agree. It's like, it's a bad look for who, like if the team, like I, I guess maybe it's a bad look for him, but I like the people there, I feel like they would love to see Gordon Hayward. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, uh, people, his fucking check clears, what does he right, care? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, what? you do it 
guys will do a Roger Clemens will pitch like single A ball, <laughs> like to get his arm right. Like right, you don't just throw him out there against the fucking Yankees like to, right. to just rehab. But in right. basketball, it's like, oh yeah, no, you're starting. Yeah, thirty five minutes a game, be what you were. Yeah, and so people want to be like, hey, he broke his foot. Like, what is he supposed to do? I don't know. Not stink. Like he he doesn't. <laughs> I don't understand just why he's out there as often as he is. Like, clearly he's not as effective. I know they want to get him effective, like you're saying, send him to the G League for that. And I get the – like, the people whose argument was like, oh, no, it's the best of both worlds because our winning percentage is fine. Like, like the Celtics' offensive rating is fine. He's getting these reps against NBA players. Yeah, they're bad fucking reps. He looks really bad. He looks <laughs> bad like, at yeah. basketball. I'm looking at his starter versus bench splits, and they are – better at everything off the bench but yeah they're still not good like no yeah how much money would you give that guy oh god like if he was just like a free agent right now if you were a free agent and he was you knew he was a bench player how much money would you give that guy he could be my 12th man for the minimum there's no doubt about it yeah right no he get more like it's his off the bench number 11 points a game four boards four assists in 25 minutes a game 44 33 86 shooting that feels like like an average player, like what? So whatever an average player would make, you know who uh, we have a name for that. That's Jeff Green. Okay, so what? But I think like Jeff Green on the minimum, yeah, a fine player. Correct. Yeah, he makes thirty million dollars. <laughs> well, the good thing is that that's the last year of this deal. If this it? were the red, if this were the Red Sox, like you never, no one ever heard me complain about Pablo Sandoval, ever. No one ever heard me complain about Kyle Crawford because I didn't give a shit. Like the, that money doesn't baseball money does not matter. That's why I'm 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 complaining now that we haven't signed Bryce Harper specifically because baseball money doesn't matter. I don't want to hear about the luxury tax and all that bullshit. Just pay him. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, sure. Basketball money matters. Like there's no yeah. unlimited cap. Like it very much matters. So if you're going to be the highest paid guy on the team, I don't want to see you rehabbing for like we've played over 50 games. You know what I mean? Like it. I said before the season, I declared. I was going to give him until Christmas. Yeah, but that's just like a to... random cutoff. <laughs> You've decided in your hit, Doctor McMahon Andrews. Just to <laughs> listen, fucking. Why does Boogie? Who who looks better? Just physically, not even numbers. Who looks better right now, Demarcus Cousins or Gordon Hayward? Listen, Boogie's only behind Kawhi Leonard in terms of. <laughs> I can't wait till Chris House makes his debut, and it's like, when did he get four or five speed? What are we doing out here? This is gonna be awesome. But yeah, Gordon Hayward's coming back from it was a gruesome injury, but again, it's an injury that we've seen hundreds of times. DeMarcus Cousins is we talked about it a bunch of times. Like he's the largest person ever to suffer from a much rarer injury, and he looks fine. And he got hurt much later in the season than fucking Gordon Hayward did. Yeah, no, so, so I don't, far so good. Like Hayward, it's been over a year. Has Boogie even been a year yet? No, nah, because he got hurt like last year. It was around the All Star break because he never played with Miritic, and that's when they got Miritic. Right. So, so it a, hasn't I would, been I'm a guessing year. about a calendar year. Yeah, and Hayward's has been a year and four months. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to keep saying like, give him time, sure, give him time, like to rest, but don't put him on the court, especially at like Shemi doesn't play anymore. Shemi usually is better at basketball mm-hmm. than Gordon Hayward right now. That's a problem. Yeah, let me see. Okay, so January 26th, so literally almost a year to the day. Yeah, Boogie's yeah. back. But he made his debut even before that, and he looked fine from game oh, for one. Sure, yeah. That's what I mean. So it's like, 
they just need to put this guy on the goddamn bench. Like, and when he comes, like, I want him to come back and play well. Like, I'm not rooting against him. Right. He just really fucking, like, he's on my team and he's going to be here for two and a half more years. Yeah, so I, I want him to be good. Like, there's no, I get no benefit out of him fucking stinking. He fucking stinks right now against 28 NBA teams. The one team he's good against is the Minnesota Timberwolves, who will never play again until next year in like January or some shit. So mm-hmm. uh, what good does that do me? Yeah, no, I gotta run though. No, I know, I know. I know I you're, know. Hot. I know you're hot, Daddy. He, I can't wait to. He's gonna have like one playoff moment. People are gonna be like, "Eat those words, McMahon." Listen, when that happens, I'm gonna bring up Stephon Marbury's one game-winning Celtics playoff <laughs> moment and be like, "Yeah, we're paying uh, worse Stephon Marbury thirty million dollars." Uh, two steps ahead. I'm always, always, <laughs> always. You think I just start trashing people without a backup for when they finally turn it the fuck around? Of course not. That's why they pay uh, the big bucks, daddy. <laughs> Rest in peace, Tom. Yes. Rest in peace, Porter. Yes. Rest in peace, Bo. Yes. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. All right, pal. Just send that over and you have yourself a swell day. Likewise, fella. Thanks. Yep. Yep. Yep.